Welcome to Probing Ancient Aliens. Science and sci-fi obsessed nerds, Steve and Joey, are exploring each episode of everyone's favorite show about ancient astronaut theory, as well as the lovable quirky researchers who evangelize it. Today we're probing into Season 13, Episode 6, Area 52. Wait, I watched a different episode. Not one. You watched Area 51? Yeah. Area 50 fun. Yeah, area. It's mostly just a bounce house and a ball of Ball of Hey, did you go to the ball pit last Thursday? It was Daddy's night. (laughs) Yeah, it was paws heavy, but it was good. Yeah. It was was furries with AIDS. Yeah. (laughs) Paws squared. Exactly. The the double down. And then add a double double. All right. Too much chit chat right in the episode. Okay. So So we're out in the desert. (laughs) We physically are out in the desert because we're doing investigative research ourselves. And we trounced upon them and went to Colorado. If you think there's too much chit-chat in the beginning of the show, go fuck yourself. <laughs> or you just, th- just FYI, first-time listener. Go fuck zo- yourself. <laughs> yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Just know you got about 40 minutes until we're going to get yeah. to something. Yeah. we're part- And we're going to take our sweet time to get there. We're yeah. part evening morning show. <laughs> part Ancient Aliens podcast yeah. broadcast. Part- Apparently, mom haters are haters of yes. Son hater, we're hating. <laughs> Our families wouldn't even like us. Exactly. Someone um, left a one star review. Yes. Which they're they said they didn't like us. Right. And that our family doesn't like us. Right. <laughs> so then I looked up that same dumb username, found it on Instagram. Yeah. So if you go and look at the most recent one star, you can do the same. Yeah. And then that dickhead's like tagline in Instagram is like. It one, it doesn't really make sense. It's just no. rambling. Yeah. But it's something about like when the when all your haters come calling asking for a job. Yeah. Something. It's like when you're doing like, the hustle, but the haters oh yeah, the come hustle. calling. They'll be asking to hire you later or, or something. Or you, like. If you're hiring, yeah, because yeah. you work so yeah, hard right. now, they all hate on you. Now you're making it. Right. Yeah. He then left a one star, yes. and he's also super skinny white man with an assault rifle. Is his yeah. first picture on there, and his too. blonde little basket children. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Thanks for uh, listening to Probing Ancient Aliens. Thanks for supporting us on Patreon.com/slash/ProbingAncientAliens, where for five dollars a month or more, you get two exclusive podcasts every single month. There's over oh, fifty yes. pieces of content on there right now. Uh, one is Probing Deeper, where we probe a few knuckles deeper into various subjects related to the ancient alien and ancient astronaut theory world, or just the world of weird in general. And the other podcast is a whole other podcast called Whole Podcast, where we talk yes. about various holes and orifices and wetness levels and things like and that. And just whole things like whole pies. Yes, whole exactly. Hog, right. Whole right. pies. It's torturous. <laughs> it's torturous sometimes, too, because we'll make a whole sunkling pig, a whole pie, mm-hmm. and then we can't eat it or else we yeah. can't talk about well, it on the podcast. We're just overstuffed. Yeah. It's like two hours of just like hungrily looking at this thing. Exactly. Yeah, just melting in the corner. It's rough. Yeah. And poor You pig. never want your pigs to melt. Yeah. Well, you kind of <laughs> do. Problem. You got to just get them just a little, <laughs> right. just, just at the right time as they're melting. Right. It's that liquefied <laughs> fat, my friend. Uh, but yeah, the other podcast is uh, Adventurous Ghosts, which is just like this it podcast. will work for cum. Yes. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but about the Travel Channel show Ghost Adventures, so... Same kind of uh, impression-based humor here, same kind of homoerotic humor here, same kind of raunchy humor here, but uh, applied to Zach Bagan and the crew and talking about the paranormal as opposed to the world of aliens. Or are they Are they just so different indeed? Or aren't they? Maybe yes. they're not. Maybe I'm not that different. The stoned tape theory. Yes. Mm-hmm. Erotic. Yes. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a classic Monday night recording or normal night to record 
a little earlier. We're yeah. at uh, six West Coast time, baby, yes. and it is Check. another hot day. Yes. Check. Check. <laughs> Eighty-eight degrees. Yeah. Check. <laughs> Belch. Dry as a bone. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a wet heat. It's mm-hmm. thankfully not very dry though either. It's not yeah. not like a Santa Ana type yeah. wind. It's just hot. It's beach heat. Yeah. Yeah. You know, beachy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Monday night, it's uh, we had to do a really dumb work call right before this, so I came over early to Steve's. Had some delicious smoked beef ribs that yes. he made in his smoker in the old smoky hour. Uh, speaking of smoking, you were giving my stepdaddy some tips on. Uh, chicken smoking, poultry well, smoking, turkey specific. Oh, that's right, because they bought a whole turkey too. Yeah, yeah. it's a seventeen pound bird. <laughs> I don't know what I'm gonna. Why did they buy a giant turkey? Because they wanted to smoke a turkey. Like they uh, want, they wanted to do experiment for Thanksgiving. Okay. Also, for all our Canadian, for tus- Dusty, Dusty Dweeb, <laughs> hope, Dusty Burf. Uh, happy thanks Canadian Thanksgiving. Because I only knew that because Today? the Trailer Park Boys account said Happy Thanksgiving, all you Canadian oh, fucks, or something like that. So. Yeah, they it have it in October. Out. Yeah, I knew it was October. I just didn't know it was like literally today. Yes, yes. it's when the October invisible 12th. hockey player came to the country 4,000 years ago and provided the first bottle of maple syrup yeah. to the Indians in yeah. Florida. Natives, first people. Yes. It is Native American Day or whatever. It's Indigenous tribes. People's Indigenous Day. Indigenous people, yes. that's it. Yes. Uh, our first tribes, yes. as they also are known as. Yes. Uh, they were the ones who shoo- shoo- shooed, mm. showed the hockey player how to cut his hair because he came with long dreadlocks from the Norse land right. and then actually cut it into that helmet hockey hair. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, A.K.A. mullet. Yes. And that's when the sport was really born. Exactly. And they used uh, actually ribs from deers and buffalo yeah. um, to play the game. So yeah. for ice skates, you know, and then the first sticks. Yeah. And they knocked out his teeth, too. Yeah. They used every part. <laughs> and then they used those as uh, tiny pucks for the children. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> The, for the the pre-born children too, the the pre the, the fetal children, they would shove the teeth up in the womb, so that the babies could learn in the womb how to play hockey, eh? right, uh, right from birth. So. Yeah, it gave them strong bones. They believed at the time because exactly. they thought the calcium would dissolve inside of the uteri exactly uh, into a point where that it, baby could. It mostly just caused various uh, amounts of blindness and uh, gastrointestinal a lot of legions. blockage. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That was the best case scenario. Was just the skin scrapes and legions and things yeah. like that. Um, Uzi cord is what they called it, yeah, where yeah. like kind of dig into the umbilical cord, right? Just kind of they'd lose some of the nutrients. Out. Yeah, you know, they'd suck them back in. The mom would actually get stronger because it was right. eating back what it was giving to the baby. Exactly. So and even if it was nine months, it'd be a premium. Yeah. So, um, and that was a, how premium content first started. Exactly. Was it was the best. Yeah, that was the that origin of OnlyFans cut. too, because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was really only for hockey fans initially. Exactly. <laughs> and they had again those haircuts and those styling. Yes. So. And it was just to show off, you know, video montages of the haircuts and how-to yeah. vids on the haircuts. And right. You could only handle pain about nine months worth right. at the time because right. it was, you know, more than $5. And you had to wait for right. that 80% off sale where it brought it back down to like five bucks. Exactly. So. <laughs> but they will always, to this day, the tradition of, of the OnlyFans account holder answering every message in OnlyFans, that has remained forever, Exactly. So. OnlyFans is only where I talk to my fans. So uh, <laughs> we're going to be starting one of those as yes. well. <laughs> Again, that's where we'll be moving our sandal flop content. Exactly, yeah. Uh, our our basketball balls. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, short short pieces. Yeah. Our um, nylon stretches. Exactly. Yeah. Um, our disco disc golf sessions. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Follow our account, yeah. Putt Fuckers, which is not a joke, even though the name is kind of a joke. Well, but 
uh, at puttfuckers on Instagram and TikTok, apparently, and too. And TikTok, yeah. our first, first foray <laughs> to TikTok. <laughs> Again, just late to it the trend. and <laughs> with the old puttfuckers. And they wouldn't uh-huh. let me put fucker, so I had to remove the U oh, on, wow. on TikTok. So what is it? F-C-K-E-R-S? F-C-K-E-R-S. Okay. And it was like asterisk yeah, or something yeah. like that. Uh, Busterous. Uh, exactly. Please. Sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, we, we have a few fans. Uh, Pacific Arc Welding, Dusty Tweedhope, Mr. Bo mm. Bandy, all the all the the heavy hitters have already jumped on the Putt Fuckers oh, Instagram nice. account. So, oh, they're saying on the TikTok can. account. Well, <laughs> maybe that too. I don't know. Yeah. I think the way Bo Bandy's operating, I'm guessing he just barely has Instagram. Right, which right. It's kind of how we were too. Yeah. Uh, TikTok's a new foray. Yeah. Uh, the video editing is is interesting mm-hmm. I, I, I can see why people like dig it yeah uh, and we'll have to do some of the dance the dance challenges right exactly yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll just have to get uh you know big fake inserts like cross yeah. wear and stuff do for some hat content and, yeah. yeah uh you know various costume changes and yes, such exactly chastity cages for our penises and yes things like that. Uh, all, all the likes yes. all the likes so uh anyways yes follow putt fuckers on <laughs> our only Instagram. fans is just dancing all clothes yeah. and then our it, tiktok is all it's just porn content yeah. yeah just deleted every other day right. <laughs> putt fuckers one putt fuckers right. two <laughs> um yeah welcome to a monday night record uh we already talked about how hot it is out here in beautiful southern california where the gas prices are high, but the... And the gash prices are high. Yes, they are. <laughs> Especially um, the only fans. Uh, but yeah, we, uh, we, 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 we saw some ladies of the night uh, driving down Beach Boulevard recently. Did we? Wait, what? I did. Oh, you did. Um, and I was going to ask you if you did. I said no. we, but I meant me. No, exactly. Me I, saw... I feel like I've Prostito. seen... I mean, it's not uncommon to see them, so... Yeah, uh, driving down Beach Boulevard when we were uh, playing disc golf this weekend at La Mirada Disc Golf Course twice. Both times, I saw ladies of the day of, or of right. the night walking down day Beach walkers. Boulevard. Yeah. Um, there's a stretch by Knott's Berry Farm, the famous Knott's Berry Farm. Yes. You might have seen the jam at your local grocery <laughs> it's store. It's not my jam. At your local Publix. <laughs> Ugh, yeah. God. Uh, go to Ralph's, okay? Like Back a real Canadians, grocery yeah, store. Not Kroger's yeah. or whatever. <laughs> fucking Kroger's here. Right. Frody Kroger. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, there were was, there was still some prostitutes, which is, again... Good sign. Yeah. <laughs> They're good thriving. Business is booming. We thought they'd it, went, gone extinct, but, but we're starting to see them come back. But it's also crazy that's happening during a pandemic still, too. But, well, I, but I thought about that. You gotta get your pay fuck off. Well, I was like... <laughs> I was like <laughs> that is an interesting... You would think that would be an instant business killer for sex workers. But I guess no, not. No, so. and I—I I mean, all the dudes who at least—I uh, don't know if you really make the jump from like strip club to hooker, right? <laughs> but I mean, I guess those are all closed too. So it's yeah. like—is there just these creeps? I guess. I guess if you're in the realm of hookers, you're really fine and right. open with enough chance, yeah, yeah. in your life when yeah. it comes to health and wellness yeah. and disease. With so. my cousin Chance, I got enough chance yeah. in my well, life anyway. Yeah, he's so. a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> I think we've established, but just in case, anyone with the name Chance is probably a piece of shit. Exactly. Everyone I've ever known Chance is a fucking yes. weirdo. Yeah. Uh, or at the very least, annoying, like um, the Michael J. Fox voice dog in Homeward Bound, the remake of Homeward Bound, Chance. Okay. He was just didn't listen to anyone annoying. Right. Kind of like a real Chance, too. Exactly. Um, yeah, there's no, uh, there's no crazy UFO news. Uh, the, the most interesting news I found was, because we talk about it a lot on the show, um, is that during times of great crisis and trauma and fear, UFO sightings seem to always go up. And people tend to justify that by saying, well, yeah, the aliens are, they, they know that crazy stuff's going on too. Mars so. is in retrograde, so they gotta go somewhere. <laughs> or Venus or whatever the fuck. <laughs> uh, 
and uh, and that's happening actually right now in New York, where the UFO sightings have already outpaced uh, all of 2019 as of September. So they're four months ahead of the curve already. Hmm. But it is funny that again we are in a national pandemic, international pandemic. Pandemic. China, the yeah. giant, the Chinese virus. Yeah. And uh, I'm just ripped on progenitin or re- re- yeah, regeneron or something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now was that I, again? I'm probably dumb. But is that a deep fake or a real video? That's a deep fake. No, right? those are real. Those are that's a real video of Wait, Trump. Of which one? The Regeneron one, right? That's a real video someone edited right, right. into other things. Okay, but I'm pretty sure that was a real video. The, he, the so he's origin. saying he's saying something called Regeneron helped him get out of COVID. Yeah, that's been a big news. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh yeah. Big okay. Time. Uh, yeah, everyone was like, it was yeah, so get on that Regeneron. But yeah, that because yeah, they just fucked with it. But he was, right. I think he's been tweening and then wow. talking about it. But I'm oh, 90, I've, been, I've been tweening, tweening, <laughs> in betweening. Yeah. Uh, I'm ninety percent sure that, Biden, but I knew he was that, onto something. I mean, you can Google it right now if you want. But yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure Regeneron is or whatever the fuck. Yeah. That's the whole conspiracy. Is that is a real? He kind of he had COVID, even though he probably faked it to then. Sell this drug and say, "Oh, I recovered." And whatever. or well, and to sell that he's a big macho, tough guy, exactly, and he's yeah. not going to be fucked up. But then there's right. those videos because there's some other, like the Justice for Lowell's and some other oh, accounts, yeah. and the Vic Burger, yeah, where he they cut it and he's just all like his lips are all yeah. like just twitching <laughs> out, and he's just like holding yeah. back, like coughing yeah. and just being all out of his mind. <laughs> <Right>. So <laughs> we'll see. That's also just an ins- again that name sounds so fake and stupid. Regeneron. Yes, but it's a it's again. A, maybe Google it. I, I yeah. like I said. I'm I'm pretty sure it's real because I've seen a lot of people talking about it. Mm-hmm. So it definitely wasn't the one account making it up. Right. So right. I am pretty sure it's real. Interesting. What what a crazy world that would be if in six months everyone's taking their <laughs> Regeneron treatments. Well, and again, it's like, it's it's kind of how <laughs> Magic Johnson had like AIDS medicine. Yeah. And now he's still alive and fine. It's like right. when you have enough to pay to play and yeah yeah. And, there's experimental, but then there's like, well, we pretty much know this is going to work, but we just, right. it's experimental because we don't know how to make it cheap. Exactly, yeah. It's right. not mass produced yet and tested right. on right. a billion people yet. But right. Yeah. Um, yeah, very interesting. But yeah, uh, New York is is uh, all abuzz. Were with... those tweets real, though, today? Everyone's talking about how Trump tweeted, yeah. New York is in hell and California is going to hell. Yeah. Go like, I saw a lot of that. Or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, I don't, uh, so I don't know if that was real. I feel like it was. I saw a lot of different I don't, sources. Yeah, because I always it. see the fake, so. the fake tweets. And again, but then I saw a lot of people doing that. Yeah. So I'm like, wait, did he actually tweet all and that's, that? And that's the sad thing is that we have to even ask that question. Well, yeah. <laughs> and then that's where it's yeah, it's like, is is he out of his mind if he's right. saying? I mean, obviously he's had crazy tweets, but it's like, is he like finally over the tipping point with these like experimental drugs now that he's you know exactly. Tweeting California is going to hell. Right. What if it becomes like Tetsuo and his his mind he just becomes bigger? His consciousness grows so large that it outgrows his physical form. Well, outgrowing his body, classic and creates the Trump the Trumpiverse. Yes. Um, I'm gonna. We don't have any new patrons this week at patreoncom aliens, but uh, I think in lieu of an uh, an apology to our good old our good old mate across the pond, uh, Sir Charlie Smith. Uh, we'll do uh, the Charlie Smith. How you doing, Joey? How you stu- how you stewing? For Steve? anyone who thought he wasn't a true fan, yes. a true Patreon, we have so many patrons we can't even keep track. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry, it's just different names. Yes, uh, sometimes. Yes, and I don't manage that, Joey. So he let that slide. <laughs> Not me. Don't hate me, Charlie. Hate him. Uh, don't bite no. my finger. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, there was a mistake made where yes, he's been one for quite some time. Yes. So thank you, Mr. Charlie Smith. Yes. Joey, ask you a question if you dare. 
uh, me and Joe are, are wondering, what, what, how you doing, Steve? Oi. 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 I threw oink, a shrimp oink, oink. on the barbie, <laughs> and I had a crumpet cake. Oh, uh, you having some Foster's tea there, mate? Oh, I had biscuits uh, and gravy. Uh, <laughs> I'm playing the blood pudding trumpet, eh? That's my cock. Oh, yeah. Oh, wah, wah, wah. I like football, and the Rams are my favorite team. <laughs> Oh, you follow yeah. the NBA like I do. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, man, you've been to the latest nacho restaurant yeah. down the street. we got lots of Hispanic food. I used a rubber in my pocket to get rid of the old words I wrote. Ow. <laughs> and I took my torch out and lit the way. <laughs> Thankfully, I had D batteries. <laughs> I took a rubber out of my pocket. To get rid of the old words I wrote? Yeah, because a rubber mm -hmm. in British slang yes. is an eraser. Oh, okay. Where we call them condoms. Yes. So that's all I was like. Yeah. I took a rubber to get the words I wrote right. to make them go. Because <laughs> I was just picturing you. A condom. Yeah, a condom and erasing. Well, that's how you do it, yes. too. Uh, Quiltazar's here. Howdy, boys. Oh, well. Oh, and, and the cause, I forgot. Sorry. Well, early is what they said. Yes. Anyways, uh, thank you guys for joining. Uh, you you're on, at the Twitch. on Twitch TV okay. slash probing ancient aliens where Quatazar and the Cause are currently chatting with us, uh, and you can also give us for free as long as you already have an Amazon Prime account, you can link that to a Twitch Prime account and uh, subscribe to our channel every month. Every month, and it gives us it's literally free money for us and, yeah. and zero costs money you for nothing. you. Yes. Just your time, which we don't yes. value much, so exactly. it costs nothing <laughs> because of our forty-five minute chat at the beginning of the show. True that. Uh, anyways, I am doing okay. <laughs> shoulder. Oh, Will Blaze here too. Oh. Uh, my shoulder got kind of fucked up a couple weeks ago, mm -hmm. but uh, I came roaring back. I think I did the math. I played over just the weekend, so I think I played every day. I think we played not Monday. We played Tuesday. Mm -hmm. Then I played yeah, Wednesday yeah. morning. Took Thursday off. So Friday. So from Friday to Sunday, I played ninety nine holes of disc golf. Nice. And a bitch ain't one. Yeah. Uh, and my shoulder's like just a hair sore, but not any different than it was last week. Yeah, yeah. So it's like I didn't do a lot of damage. Because you anything. said it like popped back in all of a sudden a few days ago. and like Yeah, just kind of like enough shit fixed itself and relaxed or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, you took one of your own shit pills to, exactly. re to reinvigorate your gut fibers. Yeah, I took the... Which fixes your shoulder. The same... Um, a similar solution, so I took it in pill form, yeah. and then I took the injector, which I inject my meat, right, like my right, cock, right. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> for smoke meat, belch check. Yeah. Um, so I smoke meat, I inject it yeah. with fluid. 70s burp sound effects. Yes. <laughs> check. You know, classic 70s burps. You know, those Fucking old idiot. school mustache style burps. The, ve the best part about all the one star reviewers is that they all seem exceedingly more stupid than... The people that li that are like fan actual fans of our oh, show, of course, yeah. we're all intelligent people, yeah. <laughs> and get that we're there's jokes within jokes here, you know. Whereas everyone else just is so dumb, they take it at face value and don't understand. Yeah. Anyway, mm -hmm. so uh, just a side sidebar here, real quick. Uh -huh. uh, Galactic Daddy uh, Quiltazar says, "Galactic Daddy." Question. Oh, of course, of course. So you super classic GDQ. Uh, how do you guys feel about the show Monster Quest? I don't Mon know if I, I even know, know what the hell that. that sounds familiar. Is that mm. on Netflix or something? 
I don't know. Or is that somewhere else? I don't know. Maybe so our feelings are neutral, but we can, yeah. yeah. Maybe that's a probing deeper suggestion for a Patreon. Uh, I believe it could be. Uh, My brother-in-law also had a good suggestion. Um, I I think you might have watched it a year or two ago when it was first on, but... Mm -hmm. uh, Netflix has that documentary about flat earthers, and he's like, it's oh, only, he's right, like, it's only right, like right, forty-eight right. minutes or something. But he's like, that would actually be good content for the Patreon. Yeah, so. yeah totally. Um, but uh, yeah, I've never heard of Monster Quest. Yeah, I don't, is it a cryptid? Sounds... Is it like a cryptid show or something like that? Quelter sounds familiar. Um, well, we wait for that response. Yeah, but you've, uh, you've experienced lots of holes in the past week. Exactly. Yes. So dip my week in all those. Document it on Puppfuckers. we got to have daily yeah. content to yeah. get that fucking thing going. Which we're at like over 50 followers I know, I know. in less than like a couple days. So uh, <laughs> yes. thank you for all the love and support Many followers there. of Christ uh, following oh, yeah. us. Some pro yes, disc golfers. They do love, love the Lord and they love <laughs> Puttfuckers. Well, <laughs> anal is God's blind spot, as they always it say. Is, so yeah. uh, classic line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, um, you uh, yeah. speaking of dipping your wick, you've been dipping some discs and dying those oh, things yeah. too. Oh yeah, I even got um, Ding Dong Bundy over here. Yeah. He died his own two discs. One he threw yeah. in the lake on accident, right. and then he went less than twenty four hours after dying it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that was rough. I could tell he was pretty pissed. <laughs> Uh, he so just, that he just doesn't get the wind versus stability and just where you're thing. throwing yeah. and releasing. Right, he's like, I right. didn't release that right. Ever the rest of the the before that right I'm like right. no you did on this hole and this hole you right. shanked it way right right oh I don't know anyways yeah. so yeah he was pissed so you'll like that Bo Bandy <laughs> uh, yeah so we played a shitload of disc golf and then you had a, a lovely party for your mommy and stepdaddy yeah we had a 30th uh, anniversary surprise party which uh, got pretty wild now you know I just uh, took my pants off cranked off. Mm-hmm. Into that bowl of shredded chicken, which I hope you guys all enjoyed. Right. <laughs> we had leftovers last night. Oh, yes. I knew you would. Yes. Uh, but no, that was a fun party. So, yep. yeah, it was just a good weekend of getting some exercise, getting out in the fresh air, yep. and then uh, having a little partay. Didn't yep. overdo it in the drinking or yep. not having water along with our drinking. Right. So, uh, all in all, pretty solid weekend. And then yep. we got our big weekend coming up where I'm going to take you, mm-hmm. Gorse Jorner, and Blick mm-hmm. up to the old lake house. Yes. <laughs> house very loosely used as lake a term. Nasty Miento this oh, weekend. Oh, yeah. We're going to raw dog it. <laughs> Have we never made that? <laughs> I joke don't think so. <laughs> Ooh. Going to leave some loads in there yeah. for the geese to eat. We were all kind of stoked because my the same parents that we gave the 30th anniversary party to are going to be up in Paso Robles, but they're not going to be there till Sunday yeah. when we're leaving. I was like, oh, it could be a fun little yeah. meetup or something, which again, yeah. no offense to them. What the fuck are you leaving on Sunday? You have the I whole know. weekend. That's an extra two days. Right, like, right. If you left Friday early or yeah. even Saturday morning early in the morning. Because I even yeah. wonder if like certain restaurants or vineyards are not going to be open on a nope, Monday. They're or not going to. No, they aren't. Yeah. Because a lot of these places are like already tight as it is. Right. And one of them, Dubost, they're not open during the week. Like it says, right. tasting room closed. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, I yeah. I mean, their their dishes are done. I you know you're planning for the the yeah. the trip, but I would have told them like, no, go up fucking Friday, right? In case you get skunked out, or like hit the places that are only open Saturday, Sunday, and exactly. then your other days go to the other spots. Yeah. So, which again, um, they're more again, they're old school. Just list people. They're not going to like technically check on their phone for hours. Again, these are the same or prior to going. This is the same mommy that that uh, when she was in. New York City after a Broadway show because they, quote, couldn't find any other place that was open in New York City in Midtown at 8 p.m. 
Right. They went to TGI Fridays because it's the only sign they saw in their line of sight that was uh, known to them. Yeah. As opposed to like, oh, let's go to this amazing Italian place four blocks over here, like whatever. Right. It's like, and this is my, this is a mommy that claims to love food and oh, trying yeah. food. Be and a big foodie, be a big cook. And, she and, held up that woman shoe a lot when they're asking yes. the food questions. And then, and then on that same New York trip, Gail, creator of, uh, I do it. That's how you do I haven't it. shared that photo yet, but I wasn't. Oh, I'm not sure yeah. if we should like blur out her face or not. Probably. Like, we yeah, gotta have. Yeah, 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 we gotta give her some consent. Um, no. We got we to go to the audio. <laughs> we got to give her consent. Exactly, give her some, yes. cons- <laughs> give her some uh, privacy. Oh, I'll tell you if you consent or not. Okay. Yeah, I mean, but uh, yeah, she's the one that a lot of fun. she's the one that when I gave them shit for not just taking two seconds to look on Yelp or Google just Maps anywhere. or whatever, because we're going well, Joe. Well, Joe. Uh, you know, that's just not our first, you know, people our age, it's not our first instinct to look at our phone like that. I'm like, oh well, my God. And that ding dong <laughs> also was like, literally this weekend, yeah. yeah so I see uh, uh, a Verizon ad and they, they call out an elderly special. And when did I fall oh, into that age? Yes. It's like, well, you just said two years ago that you're not a, a breed of people or, or a age of people that fucking checks their phone. Mm-hmm. So yeah. You ding dong. She also literally place. was in the age range that they fucking marketed to. Right. She's fifty eight or nine, and then she's like, <laughs> she's like, since when am I in the fifty five to sixty nine fucking age? I don't range? know. Four like, or five years ago. Yeah. yeah what the fuck are you talking about? Anyway, yeah. anyway, she'll never listen to this. It's fine. No. No. Um, if you do, hi Gail. I love you, sweetie. Hey. <laughs> uh, so that's how I'm doing. Yeah. So pretty much the same weekend for the most yeah. part. Yeah. Um, yeah, went home after the Friday, party. Saturday. I guess Saturday morning you were just whining and dining your. And sixty nine in your yes, stepmom, my your mom my my amazing wife was the party planner for the most part for this party. Did a lot of the work, and so everyone but me, my siblings and her, needed a distraction. Needed to get my parents out of the house, so I took right. them to Leisure Town, Modern Times Leisure Town, uh, in Anaheim, and uh, we spent a few hours there. Talked a lot about uh, family issues and things like that, mm. um, and. Uh, which is nice. It was a Pinot party. I've done well. I've done so much work in therapy that I can actually bring up conversations with them, even if it's something they did that I found to be negative. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can just talk to them and go because I understand. Hey, like my mom came from kind of an abusive home, and what it's not—it's not like a fight or anything. It's just hey, we can all talk about this, right? Because we were like talking about my sister and stuff. She's going through post-divorce and yeah. stuff too, but it's hard now. Um, but uh, but yeah, it actually everything. <laughs> Everything fucking worked out perfectly. They didn't even ask questions of why yeah. only I was bringing them there. Right. Um, I was like, oh yeah, well, you know, my wife, you know, uh, she, you know Harris has uh, has plans. You know, I, and again, <laughs> how many of our fans literally think my wife's name is H A R R I S? Hopefully, a lot. It's, she's part which, of the Harris Ranch uh, Empire, which could be kind of a cute girl name. Like if you had a daughter, right? Like, oh, it's my daughter Harris, <laughs> something oh, yeah, too. Like thinking Ryan, of sexy or, daughter. <laughs> <laughs> You tell me when your daughter's born, Joe, and I'll... I'll give you the name I'll wait till she's 20, and then, you know... Uh, <laughs> little kiss from Unky Steve. Oh, this is... You are betrothed to Unky Steve. Yeah. <laughs> He's waiting. You God, are mine. You, you are my you possession. <laughs> this little girl growing up, knowing every just, family yeah. barbecue or they it's just Unky Steve over there, who I, will be 74 someday. when she's 20. If we're that lucky. 74, 30... Uh. Yeah, that's uh, know, yeah. yeah. I'm not playing. Right. <laughs> when did I turn seventy <laughs> four? <laughs> yeah, that's like a dumb question. Like, when did I become this demographic yeah. that I am numerically in? Right, right. Know? How did I do that? Right. I don't know. This many years ago, you fucking idiot. <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Senior yeah. citizens discounts kick in at like well, they used to be like fifty five, yeah. but now that we got a bunch of people living older, it's like sixty. Yeah, A A R P. The largest. Uh, they're the largest. I think it's. Uh, Lobbying group in the nation. Wow, 
because they have the largest number of mm. people. So they're the yeah. ones who are like fighting to get rights or shit pushed through on their end. Right, right. So, which kind of sucks. Well, um, I mean, it's for old people. They're pushing Medicare, Medicaid bullshit. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, Kaltazar says in, in response yeah. to what is Monster Quest, it's a mix between ancient aliens and ghost adventures. A oh, a pseudo, <laughs> pseudo. Yeah. Uh, I think you mean P S E U D O. That's fine. Uh, pseudo, but uh, a pseudo doc about finding cryptids. That sounds interesting, actually. Um, is it what channel or whatever services? Yeah, is on? it History Channel or AME or something like that? Let us know, Quiltazar. Um, but uh, yeah, same weekend, pretty much. Um, just didn't go to obviously the Mountain Pride disc golf course in Murrieta where oh, yeah. Justin Shores lives. Oh, yeah. And uh, we saw that big hanger fan of the basket. show. Yeah. That's what, yeah, you saw his balls. He was there. Exactly. Let me show you my hanger basket, yeah. boys. They pay him like $10 a day, and he just shows up and yeah. just hangs out in the tree. Yeah. Let's just not to hang out, out a, in the tree. <laughs> exactly. You get to throw a disc out of the sack, yes. and it's quite satisfying. Yes. It's a unique, again, back to the Cenobite thing, it's a unique mix of pleasure and pain that exactly. isn't as damaging as a spike high heel yeah. like he used to do, because um, at least his left nut can still feel the pain and the pleasure. Yeah. it's a, and, and, you know, if you're coming in with a putt approach disc, it's going to be a nice blunter kind of exactly, edge. Yeah. Uh, now, if someone drives in Oh, let's give him no blunter. Yeah. <laughs> hey, is Charlie Smith uh, playing with us? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, on me. I just had a bit of blood and bread. Right, right, right. You know, I had some bitters and ales. And scotch. You ever been to the bar yeah. before? <laughs> uh, your local bar food. Drank some brewskis. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Petrovsky. Coltazar uh, says History Channel. So we'll give it to Wero. Classic History Channel doing completely speculative Mash-up content. <laughs> Um, but yeah, other than that, uh, there are also no new five star reviews. Eddie Ball's this week. here. Sup, guys. But please, please, please. Give us a five star review on uh, Apple Podcasts, especially. That's putt fuckers be... will follow you if we do. Yes, <laughs> uh, and uh, not probing ancient aliens account only uh-huh. putt fuckers. Uh, only, only. Uh, well, we should do. Well, go on to Spotify. I think we Actually, do. does Spotify do reviews for podcasts? I, I haven't checked. I think the app in a that while. was coming, okay. but I don't know if it's there yet. Got it. Uh, same with Google. Yes. Right. Yeah, yeah. Which again, continually yelling at me. When I go to the Google Play music area, where usually my music and podcast mm-hmm. are combined, they're like splitting those two things. They're like, do you want to migrate your podcast yeah. over here? It's happening next month, I think. Um, but uh, uh, If you're a Patreon, yeah, give us your Insta if you want us to follow you for some reason. Yeah, for sure. Because I feel like we kind of follow most people, but... Yeah, a um, lot of our patrons private messages yeah. anyway with right, their Facebook right, accounts. Right. So, um, obviously, let or us know... Or find our personal Let us accounts. know if you don't ever want us to like say your name on the show or whatever. Right, but, right, right. Um, but... Uh, I'm ashamed of it. But yeah, give oh, us five, give we, us five star rating. We did hang please. out with the Galactic Daddy this weekend as well. Oh, we did. Yes, at your uh, party. So I got to yes. meet him for the first time. Yes, nice gentleman. Yeah, you never met him before, huh? I guess That's not. Crazy, yeah. yeah. Well, you would. You probably saw him at the wedding, but never various weddings. Yeah, probably, yeah. Because yeah. his, his was he at your sister's wedding? Yes. Yeah. So which probably 2011, there. Where yeah. I was your you date. Were my date. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> before I met uh, Harris. No, come it on, only come on, uh, my anus. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then your wedding. Correct. I was at those. To my yeah, sister. I was only at yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which has now since ended. Yes. Uh, yeah, because I didn't go. Well, you only have other one other sister that got married. So Correct. I turned down that invitation. Oh yeah, that was out in Temecula. Yeah. Did we invite you? No, I'm joking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I purposely wanted you not to be. Invited. Yeah, exactly. 
Um, yeah, you could have helped us uh, dig through the fucking dumpster for our car keys that oh, night because yeah. that was a bit of a nightmare. Because wedding. the groom's mother was wasted and decided I need to help everyone gather their belongings, and so she put all this shit somewhere. And we spent two hours after the wedding was done at the fucking vineyard with the staff helping us look through every trash can to find our keys, only to find out. When we went back to like the big family party house that they rented for all their Missouri, Alabama yeah, yeah. family, that there was a giant pile of keys and sunglasses they put on the outdoor uh, dining table in the backyard there and told absolutely no one that they would not answer her phone, stuff. would not communicate what she did because she was too fucking wasted. And we finally get there and it's like, my fucking keys are right there. And I think my wife's purse was there too. And we're like, right. God damn yeah. you. Right, right. You fucking bitch. Still to this day. Hey, I'm They actually you. might be on the show next week or the week after. Not the parents. Not the, the parents, yeah, but the couple. Uh, that's Bic, that's uh, aforementioned Bic, who we're yeah. doing this weekend's on. Mom. You can see his ass on Puttfuckers. Yes, he currently <laughs> is featured on Puttfuckers. Um, and is, uh, we changed it to the Puttfuckers Facebook account. Um, what's the background? The the header? What do they call that stupid? The banner? Yeah, the big banner Some, on there. Yeah, whatever. Why did, is it not is profile thing? No, what it's, the fuck uh, do they call that thing? Leaderboard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. Uh, yeah, I can't remember the fucking fuck, name for that. Now I can't remember too. Uh, yeah, there is no put fuckers no. Facebook. Facebook yet. Yet, yet. <laughs> we're getting there. We're gonna. Well, I better get it now before this leaks. <laughs> right. <laughs> before we leak this episode yeah. on public podcast feeds. Right. Um, podcast. Welcome to the podcast. Well, that's the information links that we don't have. Yeah. Um, but no, uh, my my sister, my Bruh. one of my little sisters and her husband Bick were was super. That also, when you had to leave, like do a three hour round trip to the grocery store because you had to keep going back and forth before you got home. Three hour trip to the grocery store. No, there's one time you and Barrick were coming back from the grocery store, and your mom's like, "Oh, hey. in Temecula, yes." Yeah. Oh, or was that God. a separate trip? That was the wedding trip. That was a nightmare. Yeah, that was a nightmare wedding. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, they, they actually I didn't go to that one. Yes. Yeah. Would have been better. Um, you were taller. You could have reached into the dumpsters better than us. Yes. yes. You have a higher armpit height. I would have kept an eye on us. where all our shit yeah. was. <laughs> yeah. You would have punched her in the face. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, Bick and Ashley might be on. Bick and Gashley might be on uh, the podcast maybe next week if they get their shit together. But right. um, they're, they're super stoked on next week's double length episode, which is like. Pyramid Earth Space Station Earth or something like that, but it's a it's a Rami Romani and Giorgio Sukalos. Uh, what what literally Robert Clotworthy calls at the end? Uh, <laughs> Robert Twatworthy. Yeah. Robert come Quatworthy. Yeah, that's his Bono name. Yeah. <laughs> now could this these balls enter this woman's vagina along with his shaft? Whoa, is Charlie Smith in the room here? How could that be? <laughs> uh, they the the neck the you know I'm not worthy. Coming up on next week's episode for this episode was an ancient aliens event, and it's like Giorgio Sukalos joins Rami Ramadi in, in Cairo, Egypt, and then February twelfth, twenty twenty seventeen. But yeah, that should be an interesting episode. Because uh, they're exploring, as Rami says at the end of the episode, he's like, "We're going to go where nobody else is allowed yeah. to go, not just not where no man has been before." Because right. they technically have been there, I exactly. guess, if they built yes. it. And George just drops his pants. Exactly. <laughs> Ready to oh, suck. Oh wow! Sorry, oh, sorry. There's been a lot of men here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> My mistake. Yes. Um, but uh, Baltazar says every time they sing the Bee Gees at a, a karaoke. 50-year-old cougars want to rape him. Oh. I don't know where that came from. Hey, if those cougars are hot, you should allow yourself to be raped. 
Yeah. Oh, she raped me. <laughs> Threw up my back. I couldn't yeah. fight off. But we, I do have, we do have to do cow. a beer there drunk that soon with Thrillin'. Yeah. Uh, just to knock one out every six months. Yeah, just to knock worst out every yeah. six months. Um, but uh, yeah, other than that, I think we're going to take a quick break. Oh, we got five take minutes. A, we're only 35 a, minutes in. Take a quick piss and we'll get into Area 52. Hello. 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 Burger. If you're Nog, Quark. Yeah, we had a lot of Deep Space Nine talk on the piss break here. Yeah. Twitch.tv slash Probing Ancient Aliens, which you can listen to as well if you go to Twitch.tv slash Probing Ancient Aliens. And you can watch on Twitch. Uh, Twitch, Twitch, Twitch. Even if you didn't catch it live, you can watch and listen to the Twitch for two weeks post recording. Yes. Two weeks. Which I kind of checked those. Some, sometimes those have like 15, 16 views. Wow. So people are going back to it. Mm. Yes. Yes. That's because we only promote mm. it on show. Yes. Ingenue. He's my ingenue. Mm. <laughs> it's my ingenue. Yes. She mm. knows. Yeah. Eddie Ball said they just finished season two of The Boys. Oh, I have yeah. not finished We're it still yet. on episode four, baby. Yeah, I was going to say I'm on like five or six maybe. Yes, yes. Um, which is nice because you had said it had gone weekly, so now we don't have to wait. Yeah, Those I guess. Weeks. I didn't even realize it had finished, yeah. so. Oh, oh, God. oh, God. I just thought I was wet because I'm always oh, wet when I wake yeah. up. Oh, yeah. I thought I had goopy, <laughs> goopy poopy loads coming out of my Oh, Mommy, asshole. I got some goopy poopy loads yeah. coming out in your oh, face. Oh, my taint was glued together. I thought that was just this heat. Oh, my taint was glued together <laughs> once as well. Haven't you ever glued anything together? It is quite a <laughs> sensation, my friend. Um, yeah, speaking of scalude, we're gonna we're going to go to... Hot butt sweat filled the desert. You know, Langley, Virginia, the you desert. Know, one <laughs> S, not two for right. dessert. Uh, yeah, we start off in Langley, Virginia in the Area 52 episode, which really, it's not a, there is no Area 52 that's known. This episode is an excuse to talk about. Make a lot of assumptions. Any, any weird lab or place that they could Work on alien technology to reverse engineer it or have a bio lab where they're doing human testing. Because there's a literally scene where they go, 52, show a place. 53, show a place. 54, like they're like known. So I was like, oh, I guess they know these places, but not. And it's like, no, it's it's, the whole episode is really named because of the Nick Pope talking head moment where he goes, what I want to know about is where's area 52, 53, and 54. Like he's just doing it in a general sense of like, where are the other sites, right? Um, you know, like Site B, where right. the Lost World took place. The best of the Jurassic See. Park movies, where a young adopted stowaway child of Ian Malcolm defeats a raptor with gymnastics. <laughs> and they introduced the lovely Mercedes M, whatever the fuck that SUV was. Oh, that's right. God, I forgot about that. that I remember that was like first time coming out, yeah, and yeah. some kid's mom's had him. I was like, oh, yeah. Things intense, but Get it looks like a pile of shit. <laughs> yeah. It's like when uh, Transformers came out, it was the new Camaro that premiered as Bumblebee. Right, right, right. Um, Bumblebee loves Childress in this one. Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah, I mean, he has some some pretty normal but animated talking head moments here. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, nothing too crazy. But uh, this episode is like... There was some kind of informative parts, and thankfully I wasn't as bored as last last week's episode, even though... It's rehash. It's not really fair to call this pure rehash. It's because in the last two and a half, three years since we've been doing this show, we've been much more into the ufology and alien news, government conspiracy theory news world. So all the shit they're talking about as of like May 2018 when this episode aired, they are understandably so stoked 
that all of that fucking news came out in late 2017 and early 2018 right. to confirm all this stuff. And I'm sure Giorgio and Kevin, the, Kevin Burns, RIP, uh, the executive producer, were like, holy shit, let's make this whole, basically this whole season about, I mean, there's a few episodes, like we've already did the fuck it, the Desert Codes, which is about Nazca lines, but it's it, at least it was like the new Nazca lines that we yeah, found yeah. with the HD HD radio yeah, <laughs> with HD nice. satellite technology. Um, it, this is trying to be like, hey, let's go over some shit that's been proven now. They just don't. There, there was one point in the episode where they talked about the Egyptian god Ptah's um, ascension chair, where he could sit in the chair and create things out of thoughts. Right. <laughs> these lovely ladies would produce. We can stack these busty yes. women and they will feel pleasure and pain. It will be nice. Tied together to build the foundations of Welcome my pyramid. Welcome to the chat. Um, oh, fuck, this but, whole uh, thing just refreshed. You just booted everyone out of the chat. <laughs> and we'll just, yeah. This guy just booted on the chat, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's just come. Yeah. Uh, it's it's Lord Pez and he just moves his net back and creates right. a big token of candy. He creates a big scalude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he protegates Ugh. all over the place. I am like super exhausted after this weekend. Like I had a decent amount of sleep last night, but I didn't catch up on sleep. And so my mm-hmm. brain, I've been like slurring my speech today. Ooh. Fine motor skills have been kind of out the window, but Bye. yeah, I've been scaluting oh, quite yeah. a bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I scaluted quite yeah. a hefty amount. Scaluted all over. What are you yeah. doing? Uh, oh, the salt. <laughs> Um, but uh, that's when you listen to Scott and take quaaludes is you're scaluding. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's how Scott goes, right? Yes, exactly. You rude boys and girls out there, or gals, I should say. <laughs> um, but, um, you rude people. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you rude theys, theirs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, what was your uh, pronouns well, going to be? My joke was going to be dude and bro. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Your preferred pronouns, dude and bro. Uh, yes. Uh, um, just looking shocking. Yeah. Like black fly, <laughs> super gelled hair. Yeah. yeah. Um, Bobane says, too much disc golf. Fuck <laughs> Too much uh, bike riding for who, you. Yeah, who deigned to uh, park his, uh, to park anything but a disc golf disc under a basket. He yeah. he basically used a disc golf basket as a kickstand for, for his, his, uh, his fucking bicycle. bike. His seatless bike, as, as you should know. Yeah. <laughs> With the... Uh, Rotating pump shaft exactly. based on the right the, the pedals pedals yes and it's his bi sickle yes. <laughs> yeah bi apostrophe sickle, sickle. yeah um, but uh, anyway yeah this ep- this episode is like it's it wasn't boring it moved pretty well but it also wasn't great yeah either. it wasn't so much different information I feel like the rehashes in this episode were uh, which is funny because somebody actually you I wonder if they're a listener. They on the official History Channel's Ancient Aliens account, mm-hmm. they're showing the preview for next season or something. And literally, the guy go, some guy on the comments out of like a thousand comments was like, he's like, Psh, this is just going to be a rehash of old episodes anyway. And I was like, because like I'm like, who else uses rehash but us? Well, yeah. Hey, I'm trying mean, to <laughs> push us up here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about power, positive thinking. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So we, I mean, we should. You ever seen the secret? Then. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Please give us better content to review. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but no, they. This episode is rehashing episodes from within its own season. So like, there's like four or five episodes worth of stuff here that are all from season thirteen. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of ape a tip talk. There's a lot yeah. of a lot of ape tips. Yeah, a lot <laughs> of. <ape. laughs> I love ape gorilla tips. fucking yeah. Um, 
there's a lot of Robert Bigelow talk. There's a lot of secret space program talk. Mm-hmm. It's and there's a lot of Pentagon. It's all stuff that we that a lot of Pentagon. How <laughs> I like to call that place. <laughs> the first episode was that two-hour special where it was basically the UFO conspiracy. It was like all of this shit combined. This just seems kind of like a an offshoot of that first episode. So again, nothing really wrong with that. I can give it to them because 2017, I'll 18 were like the biggest years until 2020 of disclosure uh, Disclosure, shit. yes, yeah. exactly. So when Disclosure was finally released on 4K yes. Blu-ray. It was nice. 4K Blu-ray. Yeah. Blu-ray. Uh, yeah, I got my <laughs> Hobdi uh, TV at 80p. Right. <laughs> oh, it's an 80p. You got to put 80p settings, bro. Yeah, Come okay. on. Um, the resolution it, for those product shots <laughs> need to be on point. The copy stupid. needs to be updated. That's real, though. <laughs> <laughs> no made-up words in that at all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's an Just ADP. work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Leaderboard. Yeah. Um, anyway, we start off in Langley, Virginia, where and they're, they're going over the CIA in 2013, revealing officially documents that prove that the term Area 51 is used and that Area 51 actually exists as people thought it did yeah. so nick pope starts us off here he's in this episode a lot the a lot of the talking head moments aren't really fun they're just really reinforcement and informational um but yeah. uh like mike barra is on and i think i wrote at least one barra barrage down but he just like he's not actually saying anything crazy in this episode he's just like nah. yeah this is what robert clant they just said yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of fucked up even more in this episode though it looks like his head his skull shape has gotten taller so it looks like the toupee has been kind of scrunched on the top. I know he doesn't wear a toupee because mm-hmm. his head's too weird to be a toupee. But uh, it looks like his head has become more baby Huey shaped, like pointier. Hmm. And then the top of it is kind of laying higher, on, which could just be his bangs were trimmed higher, you say, right? Yeah, like a sloth cut. Ex- yes, exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, Bobini says, thanks to rehashing, there have been no production delays in the yeah. newest episodes of <laughs> Ancient Aliens. That's a great point, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'll be very. That'll be really interesting when we catch up to the newest ones. Probably mm. only nine or ten months, um, because those will be yeah filmed during COVID. Plus, yeah. literally nothing. Ancient Aliens is a fucking pandemic-proof show because other than the occasional on-location right. uh, segment, nobody's ever interacting with each other, and you could easily Just have the producer yeah. behind the camera, ten feet away, doing the talking right. head moments, which probably and no one's gonna do. call you out for when you filmed it and blah blah blah. Exactly. You know, all these guys are like, yeah, fuck it, just stay mm-hmm. away from me, film the shit, let's go. Right. Um, but you, you gotta, you know, you gotta film it while it's hard. Okay. While, while, okay. It, while my dick is yeah. hard. <laughs> my pill, 20 <laughs> minutes. Give it 20 minutes. Trust me, we'll be good. I took two halves. Yeah. <laughs> two halves. <laughs> Told me one half, yeah. two halves. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Double. But, yeah. Nick Pope starts off and he says, This was an historic announcement. Finally, these years of rumors that the UFO community. And the conspiracy theory uh, community, <laughs> the, the community theater, the community theater community, no glasses, Pope here, too. <laughs> uh, had been claiming to be true, had been validated, and that is a good point, right? Area Fifty One is a huge example of a conspiracy theory that was proven true. Yeah. So, and, and I know you always say this isn't arguing, but like you always say, conspiracy theories really are almost impossible because somebody's going to fucking talk. And I think that it's you're still correct because people probably did talk, but then the government had done such a great, subtle, but persistent campaign of 
making believing in aliens and UFOs a crack a crack a quackpot thing yeah. for ducks and quackers yeah. uh, a crackpot thing that even if somebody that worked there said hey uh, I want to go to the newspaper and say I've worked on a UFO they'd laugh you out of the fucking room well and it's, there's two points there too it's like that's why basically the Navy has always been like. Oh, if you or the Air Force, like, oh, you see fucking aliens, you're a fucking idiot. Yes. So it, it makes people not want to talk right. about it. And then, like, Travis Taylor, he's like, later in the episode, talks yeah. about, well, if I had this kind of technology, I'd spread it across the country. That yeah. way, no one knows exactly. that they're actually working on alien tech. And that it's like, was, that was the most interesting helps point. Resolve the, the issues there. Right. It, it, prevents it without even bringing the issue to light right. to any individual. Only a handful of a small, to your point, only really a very small group of people, right. probably in the dozens or less, actually know about this the entire whole thing. Piece. Yeah, about the holistic yeah. view of yeah, it. Yeah. Whereas, yeah, Travis Taylor is like, you know, there or or, uh, or Nick Pope at the end is like, there's probably people that don't even know they're working on extraterrestrial technology, right, right. which is the best way to cover something up. Is if yeah. you just say, hey, we have this new kind of microchip. Can you test? And like, yeah. they don't have to know anything of the origin. They're like, all right, yeah, I'm testing yeah, a microchip. Oh yeah, that's pretty know. crazy. Uh, they don't know that it's Megatron. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and then also Travis Taylor's point, it's also conspiracy is are illegal when right. they're breaking the law. But right. as long as everyone's on the up and up and knows, then it's also not. That's what I loved about the episode, too. Is it? I mean, we kind of knew this and touched on it before, but uh, I think actually in The Secret of Skinwalker Ranch, we, they touch upon it the yeah. most. But um, listen, to, go to patreon.com slash aliens for a review of that series. Um, but the whole... The re-explaining of how as long the Freedom of Information Act, where any citizen, any any council person, any Congress person can say, "Hey, government agency, you are required to give us documentation of the sources of this information, this product, this process, whatever it is." But so the government said, "Okay, we will just now contract private companies to do the actual work for us right with a, no, a, a non um nda and with yeah with a non-disclosure, non-disclosure agreement, uh, agreement. Yeah. um and the private company is now no longer susceptible to the freedom of information act right so it's a perfect loophole and that's why uh bigelow aerospace and now um spacex with elon musk yeah. are contracted by the government and military because a, they can do they can do cooler shit anyway without limitations, and but again without yeah. limitations they also don't have to inform anyone in the public yeah. of what the fuck they're doing. And growing up in the South Bay, there used to be TRW, mm-hmm. which was a massive fucking site, mm-hmm. and then Northrop Grumman, which was also a massive yeah. site, which then also acquired TRW. Yeah, and they were the big like I had friends at their parents worked there and i remember my mommy's, at one point, my mommy's daddy worked for northrop for his whole career yeah northrop was a big one then trw and then they like merged or something so yeah. it was gone but like i mean it was you even, ever get I that tacoma was, trd edition hell yeah bro <laughs> my cousin has one who was oh, yeah. here earlier oh yeah um, knee surgery but uh the trw fucking i remember his dad worked there and was like shitting his pants at one point because they're like oh i have to wait for the government contract to re-up to make sure i have a job yeah yeah but like those facilities are fucking huge in like torrance and manhattan beach and stuff yeah like carson right uh insane but bobini yeah uh bobbles are also classic crazy person now starting to kind of be proven right exactly yeah his his story has been extremely consistent for over 30 years (laughs) yeah um and and the story has only caused him drama 
Right. And yet he has still tried to tell the truth wherever possible. Which so. the hysteria guys hate him and think he's just doing it I as know. a cash grab and selling stuff. But the hysteria guys, I don't know. I, I haven't like. seen him. I don't know. I guess I haven't done enough digging to see him try and sell shit. But yeah. the vibe I get is like he keeps saying the same thing and it keeps getting like eroded away that it's what he's saying is true. Right, right. Or more true. Yeah. Or in, in line with whatever. Well, and then like just, but then very recently with all the stuff that came out a few months ago, it's actually reinforced that it's true. That's what I mean. Like yeah. his story keeps getting more and more. Oh, solid. I see what you're saying. Yes, like yeah, it's yeah. eroding away the, the bullshit. bullshit's eroding yeah. away. And yes. then it's like, oh, wait, this might actually right. might be. We also learned that uh, when people on a disc golf course start start going out of order on the course, that's called uh, course erosion. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, on the signs at La Mirada, it's oh. like avoid playing. Uh, holes in the incorrect order, and then in parentheses it said uh, erosion, and I was oh. like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> I thought it meant like, erosion of the pathway. That's what, oh yeah, I thought yeah. it was like people walking in the wrong direction. I know. Or something. I don't know. Well, maybe that. Maybe it. Maybe they're worried about the grass or something yeah, like that. But um, but anyway, Mike Barra confirms that the um, the Freedom of Information Act is what forced the government's hand to admit that in 2013. Right. Right. So something that was long standing as a as a cover up, basically. The Freedom of Information Act said, hey, you guys have to tell us what the fuck this place is. Yeah. Um, and then really the whole theme of the episode is because of that, um, you know, mid-aughts uh, occurrence, is Area 51 now blasé and they've moved on to these other places because, right. well, the public knows about this one, but yeah. we have the other 17 We're going to dangle this fine. dumb thing over here and so that way you look. So they get horny for it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Those balls are dripping yeah, and yeah. you want that. Justin Schuer's nuts at the uh, disc golf course. Yeah. I'll, uh, now... A true black hole would only uh, happen is when Justice Schuer's nuts right. and Joe Mann's basketball shore nuts. Yes. Sure nuts. The basketball shore. <laughs> <laughs> A gay erotic Clock together. Film. Yes. And that's when we... Yes. Uh, that's it, the, it, it's equivalent to um, Thanos's snap with yeah. uh, it's the, the Infinity Gump. It's the flingularity. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we fling our nuts together. Yeah. And uh, they clack, and it's the great clack... Of right. the first crack of the cosmic no. egg. And you just hear ack, ack. Yes. And uh, the, the meat folds of your sac right. all intertwine. Yes. And that's when life is born. Right. Oh, God. That actually was the biggest, <laughs> like, um, set of balls I ever seen. No. The biggest kind of cosmic news was that uh, some scientists came out recently and said, uh, mathematically, it they, they have, like, I don't know if they've proven, but they're like, they say technically the Big Bang was never... Our Big Bang was never the first Big Bang. Right. There was previous universes, and likely there was there have been many, many universes before that have existed for billions or Just trillions like of Graham years Hancock said. and collapsed and yeah, then re yeah. rebirthed themselves. Yeah. So um, making, Which I've heard that before, but yes, I would just, it was always theoretical. But this guy came out and said, and, "No, that I've somehow proven." And this something or with the grandfather paradox too, of like time travel. So they, they've talked about how uh, back going backwards in time is no longer mathematically limited, like Einstein might have thought. Or like um, if it hasn't happened yet, then it will never happen. Mm -hmm. Which I always thought was kind of fucking stupid because like. You're changing reality, which means you're changing. You're creating a new dimension, basically, right? Well, yeah, it's always like alternate realities. Alt and, and again, it's like, are you traveling dimensions? Are you traveling true singular timelines? Right. But like, even um, what's the fucking guy in the wheelchair? Stephen Hawking. Yeah. He's like, I threw a party for all the time travelers, and no one showed up. <laughs> right. So right. therefore, time travel is impossible. It's like, what if they just don't want to show up to your fucking party? Exactly. Like, right. No it's offense, like, give me a fucking but, break. Like yeah. that. That was a narcissistic thing where I'm like, also like. No offense to Stephen Hawking, but he was in good spirits for his lot in life, 
I don't think he was the most positive outlooking guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He always had a cynical take on science, which can be healthy, you know? right? Of course. Like, hey, let's not just you get want too the crazy balance, right? Whatever. Yeah, you got to have yeah. your your Michio Kaku's and your Stephen Hawking's kind of in balance with each other, right. you know. Um, oh, speaking of that too, I think the new uh, Cosmos season, which the first one was like four years ago or five mm-hmm. years ago, because I was still at the apartment. When I watched that on Netflix, but hey, um, baby, I'm going to have more sexual accusations against yeah. me. <laughs> yeah, Neil de Gra- ass the Tyson, ropey Tyson, grab ass Tyson yeah. uh, is going to be on that fucker. So um, not canceled. That was a great series, though the first season. Anyway, uh, we're about uh, two minutes into the actual episode, so let's keep moving yeah. here. Um, people were still bummed though that no evidence of no mention of extraterrestrial anything was within those documents that were released. So mm-hmm. they knew Area One, uh, Area 51 existed. There was no proof that it had anything to do with alien anything, right? Yeah. So people were still kind of bummed. Uh, Richard Dolan is on a lot. He says nothing hyper-crazy or a ki- hyper-interesting or any Kuiper belt. Yeah. Um, but, Quipper uh, dip. But, uh, but he just kind of... I, I feel like in this episode, most of Robert Clotworthy, the narrator's lines, are based off of Richard Dolan's, like... Heavy amount of information he's actually well, I've done giving, a like, lot of research, like historic. I've seen this, and uh, I'd have to say I'm pretty confident this is fucked. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of yeah. He he, he yeah, does say so. you know I've, I've done a lot of good research. Yeah, yeah. But with him, I actually kind of believe it because he's very skeptical in and of himself. You well, know, I hate everyone. I don't believe lots of things, right. but I believe what I believe. <laughs> Classic Dolan. Yeah, because uh, there was one. I think it was a stupid... So, uh, yeah, Richard, tell yeah. us about how you don't believe in anything. Well, thank you for that, Ryan. Uh, I really think you're fucking stupid and your plays suck. And I've done a lot of research uh, yeah. looking at what good plays are, so I appreciate the softball question. But, yeah. Uh, I think you should just fucking throw it in and just go grow fucking sugar or whatever the fuck it is they do out in those islands. And, yeah. Yeah, I think that's where you're better off. Maybe maybe gaze at some stars out there... Uh, out on the Pacific, and let me know how that goes. Yeah, so tell me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's so, what is funny about Ryan Sprague is that recently, uh, host of Somewhere in the Skies, super much, nice guy, he loves a much, us. a much more popular podcast than ours. Uh, yeah. Is that he is also a playwright as his day job, which yeah. Broadway has been closed for like ten and months a now. Easter. <laughs> a butt Easter. Yes. Oh, yeah. Um, he did hit his goal of 100 Patreons to like give up his job or something. <laughs> no offense, but, but it's like. Well, because we imagine that for us, we're like, that would not be enough no. unless they were at a $200 each tier. Even if or it was just like one of us. Right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but he. Uh, he literally, I remember he used to post about how bummed he was that Broadway was shut down and he was pissed yeah. off. And now he's gone through the fucking looking glass because he's like, you know, even though I'm a Broadway writer and I'm pretty damn good at what I do, I agree with this decision to close it down for three more months. And it's like, why are you even commenting it's because he's this? living at Kukulikimaka land. He fucking exactly. he was stuck in his <laughs> shitty apartment in Queens. Right. And the last like. Four months he's been yeah. in Hawaii. Yeah, his which wife's is like, family. Yeah, I'm sure. Hawaii yeah, house. keep keep it going, right, Brada? Yeah. Like, have some more poi, mahalo, boom, chicka boom, chicka right. boom. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. I because I, when he Ryan, was, we'd love to have you on the show or be on your show. Yeah, uh, he is on some chicks UFO show on Prime. Yeah, he is. Yes. He's also yeah. I think the part that 
Case files. To, to that Bobandy plus the Hawaii living. Yeah. He's like, wait, I've got enough going on. I don't need to go back to New York and be a playwright and exactly. live in a fucking closet. Yeah. And I think that was his problem early. <laughs> <laughs> well, not in that way. But uh, <laughs> uh, I'll never go oh, back. Shit. <laughs> uh, back to the closet I am. Because uh, I think early on he was stuck in that fucking shithole apartment. Where he recorded it in the closet. Well, record or, or there's another story of him in a separate apartment. Right. But basically, those aren't meant <laughs> for like long term in indoor only living. Right, right, right. So I think he was getting bummed, depressed, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Goes to Hawaii, land of sun, where Noah should have also signed up, but he did not. Oh, sorry, North. Yeah, I was like, uh, what? Not Noah. <laughs> uh, North should have also set up shop to live where they're like, oh, you're always younger and having fun and blah, blah, right. blah. So I'm sure he's in better spirits because he like right. can actually go outside. It's right. tropical, nice weather. Right. He's got this thing, as Bo Bandy says, with that chick on that show. Yeah. Like, There's enough other shit going on that he's like, yeah, sure, keep keep Broadway close. So I don't... Have I don't it's it's probably even better because like out of sight out of mind yes, like exactly. I don't have that New York's oh god a pretty it's going place. it's going on so I need to get back there right wait with it not going on means I can just live this other life and be happy right right um but um yeah but, so we're judging you Brian so. yeah <laughs> you know Brian Spraggy yeah uh, <laughs> um oh, but, that's oh. a Dolan uh, done there we go yeah we were talking about Dolan so or cra- a pineapple Dole crazy enough. Uh, Loudmouth Leahy returns to the show. Uh, Bill, oh, God. Bill Burns. Bobandy says he can't be off prep. No, Bill Burns is back, who is Loudmouth Leahy. I, I forgot he existed. He has not been on this show for, without hyperbole, probably at least four seasons. Mm-hmm. So he's the guy that's an old bald guy, and he talks like this, and he says things really loud all the time, and it's crazy. Like he's like a he's like Giorgio's fucking grandpa or something yeah. like that. But um, I'm but so he's wet for Giorgio. He's <laughs> I'm just wet for Giorgio. Yeah. Oh, okay. Should all you right. be driving a car in Pasadena uh, then? Yeah, <laughs> I'm stuck to the fucking seat. What else am I supposed to do? Um. But uh, there, but this whole episode has new footage of Bill Burns, who, despite looking like a teeny bit older, a little more tired, he looks pretty energetic. He looks pretty with it. Because mm-hmm. I always wonder, like, oh, did he have a stroke? Did he yeah. disagree with the show for? Oh, a few I have seasons, a stroke. Or... Why don't you? <laughs> oh, Charlie, are you here again? Pop a couple loads off. Have a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go down to pop pop a couple loads yeah. off, right? Give in, the, in the holes in the bathroom. Yeah. Uh, the happy ho- <laughs> happy hose, yeah. um, uh, but yeah, again, a lot of these talking head moments in the first segment are all just contextualizing what Robert Clotworthy is saying. It's all just kind of historical facts. There's nothing, yeah. no no crazy claims happening here. Right. Um, and then, uh, Do- but Dolan mentions that many many sightings have been seen over Area 51. For many years, and the government just literally denied, denied, denies. Like, nope, there's nothing. You didn't see anything. Those are jets. Those are weather balloons. Those are whatever, which just proves that the government is 100% willing to say, you're a fucking idiot, and they will treat you as such until we are ready to, we are forced. stone-faced liar, bald-faced liar? Like, they're willing to look at you in the eye. Yeah, I think actually there's stonewalling. No, a bald-faced liar. Yeah. Whatever the Um, fuck that means. It's, well... When you have those people with the wolfman disorder where they have full hair on their face, you can't really tell their emotions that much. Right. So when you shave their face, yeah. you could finally see if they were lying or telling exactly. the truth, and that's where the that came piece from. Of shit. Uh, but um, 
Ba, ba, ba. Oh, so now they're wondering, has Area 51 outlived its usefulness? Now that it's been outed, now that it's out of that closet in New York and in Hawaii. Done with that prep. <laughs> um, now, Sooks is on location with T.D. Barnes, who has been on an episode or two. Uh, he is a former electrical engineer for 40 years at Area 51. He's got a fucking mouthful of teeth and a mouthful of southern accent, which forces the producers of the show to subtitle his speech because he he's talking he talks through his teeth. And when he, Trappy dancers. even when it shows a young picture of him, like his first years at Area 51, his he's got a fucking cartoonish clown mouth. Like the way that like old 50s ads would be like like the clown, right, right. like the Pinocchio clown that they're walking into to like beat the shit Get out of fucked. each other on yeah. Pleasure Island. Like <laughs> it's uh, yeah, it's like, always funny that <laughs> I know only island. young boys are allowed to Pleasure Hell, Island. Yes, let's get them drunk and wasted and, and... jerk off their donkey dicks. <laughs> it was a weird. <laughs> yeah. It's all slavery. Yeah, that's yeah, right. It's yeah. child trafficking. Um, but uh, that is crazy to think Pinocchio dealt with human trafficking. Oh yeah, <laughs> and that's an old timey tale. Oh, that's yeah. just a Disney treat. <laughs> Um, it's sad that you cannot get the original version of Disney's Halloween treat anywhere. It's like an edited version they made into another special. So only on YouTube can you go... Is that what the ghost dancing and the skeletons? Like the black and white? Like, it's like that clip... racist or something? No, I don't don't Uh, know why they didn't do it. It's it's hmm. a weird... I don't know, it's very strange, but... Um, you can only kind of bootleg it or whatever, but... um, Song of the South. But he's in... He's in T.D. Barnes's... Henderson, Nevada house, which is just a classic, you know, Henderson is literally mostly what who lives in Vegas. Like, right, exactly. Um, yeah, but, you don't um, live in Vegas, you live in yes, Henderson. The suburbs half a mile outside of Vegas are right. Henderson, so, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it's all these, it's endless kind of nice Fields. track homes or whatever, right. track homes or whatever. It's where Zappos is. Exactly. Um, but, oh, it's uh, a pretty good place. <laughs> oh, yeah, love living there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he worked there, he had to hide the fact that he worked there for 40 years from his own wife. About like the like in, like all yeah. of the details Fucking about what true lies for a type shit, right? Exactly, there. right. Um, but um, Sooks goes, uh, he's in his house, and he's like, "Let's say we recovered an alien craft that crash landed. Could we reverse engineer that technology?" And Titi's like, he's smiling. He's like, "Oh, I think we could." I don't uh, think we can. He's like, even back in the 1980s, we had what was called the rods from God. Uh, where we just throw metal rods into space and and speed at which they come back into Earth's atmosphere, they could penetrate bunkers and bases. And I'm yeah. like, I guess that makes sense, but that's also I'm like, it's just their math. They're good at math and trajectories. And I'm like, I also at this point in the episode is like, what the fuck is he talking about? Like, it's like instead of launching a missile, right? Oh, we can just we we are we are advanced enough that we know exactly if we drop this stupid fucking rod, it will blow right. someone up. Which has bites. nothing to do with alien technology. No, because I was thinking about this. I'm it's like, an understanding of gravity and the atmospheric flame yeah. rate. Or well, whatever. and it's it's just how advanced technology technologically are you, right. and how smart are you? Exactly. Right? Yeah. The fact that you can do that, okay. Right. But think about this. Because I was thinking about it. Ryan, Daddy, Ryan Daddy is still. in the closet in yeah. New York still. Oh, the temperature is... Yeah. He's Eight, got a rod from God going. 95 <laughs> degrees with uh, 80% humidity. Oh. And he's literally said, Dude, I literally recorded this podcast in my underwear. It was so yeah. hot in that apartment. Yeah, because the whole story was someone <laughs> was being shown yeah. the apartment, and he was in there, and they opened yes. the closet, and he's in there sweating yes. in his fucking underwear doing <laughs> With UFO a microphone and headphones. And, yeah, some in, like, podcast or something. Facing but. the wall, because he shows right. pictures of himself, and the door's behind him. Oh, God. Yeah. 
But uh, screaming because that was some clothes. old apartment. Exactly. Or yeah. Uh, anyway, so my point is, how far back do you think if we took four things, right? Mm-hmm. A car. Mm-hmm. God, what were the four things I thought of? Now three, whatever. A car, a motorcycle, let's mm-hmm. say, a fucking desktop computer, yeah. and an iPhone. Right. How far oh, yeah. back, how many years back right. can you drop that stuff off and say, figure it out? Exactly. Right? Yeah. The car slash motorcycle. God, there's another fourth thing. It wasn't a motorcycle. Anyways, right. these things... A car is probably the thing you could send the furthest back in right. time. Because it's mechanical and mostly. Figure out. But even a car today that has a lot of computer oh, shit. Oh, yeah. If you have a modern you know? car, yeah. Exactly. I'm saying literally the shit we have today. Oh, yeah. No. How many years back? Right. Is it 1950? Right, right. Maybe some of that stuff. Yeah. 1900. They, they could figure out like the drivetrain, the shocks, the whatever, but they could not figure out what all the other, how the screen worked and the computer in yeah, there. The and all that electrical, shit. Yeah. The fact that you need gas to run it. Right, right. Um, why is unleaded. there? Why is there a Ryan Sprague little hula girl that you've custom made in here? Right. Why is Who's, it sweating? What's a podcast? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all these things. But like a phone, like yeah. you don't even have a place to dial out. Right. So how do you expect them to even figure it out? Let alone right. revert. So like you could probably send a car back a hundred years. Right. They'll probably figure it out. Sure. Maybe the 1850s. Yeah. They could get a rough idea, but any of that other tech. Because machines with like moving a fucking um, drivetrain kind of thing were happening, kind of. Like factories, like like, oil, gas, you know, how how to power it. Right. Right. Like, how do you power this fucking thing? Right. Uh, But anything. You're smacking your limp dick. (laughs) But Uh, the phone. Two halves. Yeah. (laughs) Double lump. Uh, But the, the phone and the computer are like long gone. Pre nineteen forty, probably right. Right, right. So we're talking like less than a hundred years. Yeah, yeah. So you're telling me an advanced civilization, right, thousand plus years in ahead of us, right? Oh, we can confidently re-engineer that shit. Get fucked. You are so fucking dumb if you think we have any chance of coming close to doing that. If if we can't send our tech back more than a hundred years, yeah, and it's probably all fucked. Now, as a counterpoint, though. When, once you get to, once you hit, like, I feel like, though, once the kind of 80s and 90s and aughts hit, we burst through a plateau of, of basic compute, like, what computers, what information sharing, what data is, but it's all like, that how stuff do you even too, power? You know? They're probably beyond oh, our no, power I know. And I know, what you're, I know what you're saying, but I, I think at least, just like exponentially, the technology gets gnarlier, the understanding, the time would get smaller and smaller on how... and. They might not understand all of it too, but there are elements of it they could like at least the yeah. metamaterials part, right? Where like Travis Taylor's like, I work with some of this shit, and the shit wasn't that special. It was how it was all layered together. We never thought of before. Yeah, I know? mean, there were probably like very, very high level basic right. elements. But again, if you went to someone in the 1800s right. during this tech revolution, you're like, yeah. Hey, man, I got some from outer space. You think you can figure it out? They're like, Oh yeah, we've pushed beyond right, like, right. what it is. Right? Cause, it's cause, like because literally to your point, there could be. A little fucking triangle piece of metal, and to the aliens that are that are you know ten thousand years more advanced than us, yeah. you literally just have to think a specific thought, and it creates a a fucking craft for you, or it's yeah, a replica. Yeah. It's a replica. You can get food out of it or something. Right. Where you're just looking at the isotopes of the metal. You're looking at. Yeah. You're like, well, you're all looking at the wrong parts. Right, of all it. that's in here is like tungsten and silicon and this and right. that. 
And then, but then, like, nothing happens. It's inert. Nothing. It's like, well, it's not inert. Yeah, you just don't know to how go. to even yeah. input the right information to get well, it started. And you know? Independence Day did a great point of this where they're yeah. like, we don't know what's happening, but this mothership showed up and now everything's turned on. Mm-hmm. Like, we have no idea what's going on, but now it's starting to work. Right. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah it's I just, definitely an interesting, it's almost a philosophical question at that point that you could ask in a philosophy class because then right. you're like, technically, as long as you, as long as you put the car back. Uh, not as far enough so that the people that eventually invented the car were alive. Yeah. You could argue maybe they would just have the idea sooner than they. The but it. But then it's like, but is it dependent on the actual person or is it just general concepts they yeah. kind of knew and that person hit on it first? Well, you know? and the, the things evolve because it's like this stupid. Because I've been watching that Russ Valley Auto, so anyone oh, who yeah. loves, I told you it's that dumb Canadian <laughs> auto yeah, show. Yeah. It's fucking stupid, but um, they they restore a Model T, so like. How do you? So I'm going to ask you a dumb question. Not yep. I don't know how many pr- points it proves, but it just kind of jarred my memory. How do you how do you drive a Model T? How do you drive a Model T? Yeah, it has three pedals and two shifters on the steering wheel. See, I didn't even know that. <laughs> right. So I'm like, I don't know, because <laughs> because my frame of reference is only the stick shift in a normal manual transmission as of like 1950 or 60 or something. So the clutch is a big hand thing on your side. Oh, the pedals are for reverse. You push the pedal for reverse and the other two pedals are high gear, low gear. Wow. Then the shifters on the steering wheel are the gas, the throttle and the others like an electrical engage. So it's like, wow, we don't even know conceptually very different back, you know, going back. We don't even know. So it's like to say, at least there's documentation we can look to, but what about in 5,000 years? You went, the papers are rotted. Nobody etched those in stone. Right. You could probably figure it out by doing it, but you'd fucking you yeah. might fucking crash. Right. Because you're thinking like, well, the car goes with gas, brake, right. clutch, blah blah blah. Plus, it's the like, leather of those seats might not be able to handle the processed food farts that's of true. the modern day. Yeah, and you just all, melt it. All that ooze shitting. Yes. Uh, but T D Barnes says, uh, sorry, Souk says. Uh, <laughs> Biff Tanner did figure out how to work he the did. time machine. Well, old Biff did yes. in the future because he knew how cars still work. Exactly. And it was upgraded to a, a teleport car right. or a levitation car. That's definitely a unique case because you're telling yourself. And right. You're, and you're, yeah, you're, so you're able to go back and give the context because well, that person lived in the time well, he's giving context for. Yeah, only old Biff knew how to drive the car, not young Biff. Correct. Um, but uh, the young old Biff in the Ultra 1985 he realized with his uh, hot chicks in the bathtub how Clint Eastwood's character yeah. from A Fistful of Dollars was a genius yeah. for having the metal, the b- early right. bulletproof vest. It was right? a killer flick. But killer if you flick. gave them Kevlar, they wouldn't know to make that a bulletproof that, vest. They yeah. would say, oh, what's this weird sackcloth right, here? Right, right. It's Justin Shore's hanging basket. Yeah, it just sacked <laughs> me. Let's, cr- <laughs> let's create a new universe with Joey's balls. Uh, Joe, come over here. Let's do a clack real quick. <laughs> uh, Sook says... Wow, you could definitely call that a secret space program. Do you think that still exists today? And, and TD's like, oh, I'm sure. They just came leapfrogging with technology. And so that's kind of almost not an answer, but that's his logic of, as like, again, given enough time and enough brain, again, you put enough chimpanzees in a room, they'll figure out how to run a computer, you know, whatever. Maybe. Now, a t- well, <laughs> I think originally it was a typewriter, which that makes a little more sense. Than a computer, and but some crazy fucked up shit. <laughs> uh, Trump is good. Yeah, it's like, oh my oh god, god yeah. no. Regenitron is answer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, it's interesting to the extent that, like, now if you had the power of all, think about like the movie Arrival, right? 
if you have enough smart people that know the basic core principles of science, could you not build on that, even given enough literally decades of thought? It does, doesn't mean it's fast, but maybe enough people could be like, oh, we finally figured out how to even cut this metamaterial off to like melt it down and whatever. Like we might take it 50 years. So it's it's got to be slow going. But there also totally could be things that are like, oh, shit, if you just add magnetism to this, it fucking turns on and does this crazy shit, you know? Yeah. So some of it could be weird little aha moments yeah. based off of... Accidents. But again, like we're doing right now, much of this episode is just speculation, right? Yeah. Even this guy, T.D. Barnes, like, I don't know how you go back to a normal life and just being like, oh, I'm sure I sleep frogging around. Like, I'm like, if you've seen alien technology, how the fuck do you go back to a normal life? That's why I'm like more wants to believe like Bob Lazar who seems like he's fucking stressed out all the time because he's like I have to fucking tell people what even a, we'll a, do a thousand of what's gone out. on yeah. in this place you know so anyway um, he's like I've seen planes with no wings and, and and they look just like a flying saucer I'm like did you have to pick the biggest fucking and I, I know don't judge a book by its cover but it's got no wings did you have to pick the biggest fucking hillbilly looking dude to be your eyewitness on this episode, like come why on. they let him be? That. He's a porn witness, yeah. you know. Like, come <laughs> on, um, well, I've seen some porn. The uh, he does confirm, quote unquote, to Sukes that they're advancing in terms of very intense propulsion technology. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, very recently, the past week or so, there it's like some college has probably finally figured out fusion technology, like shit like that. So yeah. that stuff might be happening, and it could be all a cover up to be like that. Maybe that existed twenty years ago with the military, and they're finally releasing it in a right. In a very uh, uh, specific, planned way. I don't know. But uh, Nick Pope asked the real question. So the real question is, what's going on at Area 52, 53, and 54? Travis Taylor, like you mentioned before, saying, Now having one big piece... uh, (laughs) (laughs) One thick piece. Now one big piece, two halves of that pill... Now, you, you, it's going to be a good night, but it's going to be a bad night, too. I wouldn't want a night like that all the time. That's only no. like once every three months. You know? Yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> Get a whiskey and soften it up. <laughs> have one big place where everyone's doing the research is not a good idea. If I were doing it, I would spread the technology pieces out across the entire country, So, which is a very smart idea. Again, I love Travis Taylor because he's smart but logical and able to make, without dumbing it down, able to make anyone listening to him really understand why he's saying what he's saying. Right. Um, so now they're basically saying the Area 51 that exists now is merely a decoy. Barr expl- uh, uh, confirms. He's like, he's like uh, Area 51 as it exists today is a smoke screen. So, which means it's a, yeah. it's a fucking Total smoke Look show. at this thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, we go to Rachel, Nevada in the second segment, 2018. Just outside the perimeter of Area 51, we see Giorgio Sukalos driving a car, A, which I've never seen on the show. Hey, and I'm wearing, wild. Look at me go. And he's wearing a baseball cap. This is the first time Giorgio has not had his hair oh, uncovered. Hair. Yes. Yeah. He's wearing a fucking baseball cap. And it's crazy how just dumb trashy it makes him look because he looks like he has a mullet coming out of the back of that hat. Um, but he's still wearing his fucking, you know, uh, wool lined explorer suit. Yeah. fucking suit. Yes, it like is mildly Indiana Jones esque yeah. suit. Um, Scavs. He's with a guy named Wolf McCabe, who is some fucking researcher, and he never, they literally never let this guy talk the entire segment. He, he is literally a chunky dude with a fucking, what do they call the hat with the flaps on the ears that oh, like I don't know. dumb I, I, people yeah, in I North Dakota that, yeah. wear? I got one uh, of those. You have one of those. Yeah. There's, there's a name for them. He's wearing one of those hats, and <laughs> they keep cutting to him 
and the Twitch streamers will see this, but he literally is just going like, like he's just staring. Like uh, the, like, the two dickhead brothers in Mothman. Yes. Uh, Eyes of the Mothman. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he's just glazed over the whole fucking time. It's very strange. I forgot about those guys, yeah. the twins. Ah, ah. And well, then when they well, walk around, they're a little more you normal. You don't have to understand that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Their back. massive traps just meld. In, they and don't really neck. have a neck. They just yeah, have just traps. Thick meat there. <laughs> these are our trap wives. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, this guy, this poor bastard just fucking sits there as they're talking to this very animated miner. <laughs> oh yeah, she's twenty. Uh, no, there's a dude there that is an active miner who also owns mines in Rachel, Nevada. Yeah, this whole thing doesn't make. I get what he's saying, but yeah. it doesn't make sense because this whole segment is about how the there Georgia was there to look to to try to prove the theory that there is a whole underground tunnel system under the uh, uh, the area that Area 51 is at. Yeah. And beyond goes to various places in what is it, New Mexico and Nevada or something? It's like that whole sprawl of states around that. It's like Colorado, yes. Utah, yeah, yeah, uh, New Mexico, like that open area land areas that also connect to Area Fifty One, right? And this guy is is like, he goes, he goes, because because Sukulos is like, how do you know all this? And he's like. I'm just an avid miner, okay? Like he's very, he's like a, yeah. a weird little bara kind of guy. He's like, seventeen I'm an avid, and a half. Yeah, he's, like, <laughs> he's like, he's like, I'm just an avid miner, okay? What you see on what you see on Google imagery, and I, I know that technically makes sense, but that's yeah, not yeah. what it's called. Um, is from the '50s, '60s, and '70s, and I'm like, if it is, that's a very well doctored photo. But he says Area 51's gone down, and what he means is it's gone underground. Basically, they yeah. never say the fucking word underground, which drives me nuts. So so, where's all the dirt going, right? And there's there's a whole fucking segment here. I paraphrased it. He where they melt the dirt. Yeah, he basically says that they're doing what is called heap leaching. So like a heap I of dirt. It was heat leaching. That's what okay, I thought too. Heat, but yeah. again, I always watch with the subtitles. Yeah, like yeah. heap leaching is. So what he's saying is, if if the people running Area 51 had to go dig out a whole fucking mountain or a whole desert or a yeah, whole lake bed. Then where the fuck is all the wasted rocks and earth going? Well, and all, yeah, the dump trucks and the blah right. blah blah. So what he says they do is they make a big pile of shit of all that stuff. They put a grid of pipes through it and run mercury and cyanide through those pipes so that over a short amount of time, it literally like melts the boulders down. He's yeah, like, like, takes the boulders like this, and then it becomes like this. I'm like, okay. I and they guess. sell off that ore yeah, to oh, the yeah. fucking uh, uh, landowners. So he's like, so he's like, and then all, all the ore and everything they find, that's just hush up money. And Sooks is like, hush up of what? Yeah. And he goes, uh, hush up of the base and the tunnels of Area 51. And Sooks is just like, okay. Yeah, yeah I get it. <laughs> you know, that's all bullshit um, because it's like. Yeah, mercury and cyanide? Well, one, you're like leaching gnarly chemicals into the ground and you're saying it's every two feet. So where the right. fuck are these people right. laying these rubber pipes every right. two feet? Where's this big pie ha- happening? And then they're like giving the <laughs> hey bros, where's this big pipe happening? <laughs> Come on, I'm ready to lay down. I got some uh, some leachy type uh, liquids too. Um, I'm ready to leach your heat. <laughs> and it's like it's so much ore that it's hush money. Like right. the government's now giving gold. And again, it le- yeah. this comes back to the conspiracy. Because it's bullshit. like if I knew the government, they would be keeping all that fucking ore and money and selling well, it to the highest bidder. Well, that part's like whatever. But it's like okay. <laughs> no, 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 but I'm just I'm saying, I'm just, I'm just saying, like, that part doesn't bother me. Like, yeah. yeah, sure, maybe they'll stockpile it, but right. it's like, oh, we're going to give it to these landowners to, right. like, again, a conspiracy, like, right. now they're not going to say anything. That's a lot of faith. A, it's yeah. a, so many things happening yes. that a, just don't make a, sense. Especially guys out there who are, like, in the middle of nowhere, 
kind of living the American dream. They tend to be at least fiscally more uh, right wing, yeah. small government, whatever. They would like those would be the kind of guys that would like very cynically and humorously take all the money and then go, uh, yeah, local news. I have a story for you tomorrow. Yeah, or it's like, you know? where's where's how do they like? launder that money back right. to them and the gold it's it just it's yes. so fucking stupid exactly. like it doesn't make any sense i think it's that it's this guy is a minor and you know he can't even drink it no yeah. <laughs> he, he uh i think he i figure that a guy like that has probably seen interesting shit as a minor mm-hmm. but at the same time mining is like you're going into the unknown every day you're going into the deep dark pits of the earth right oh my and, and i don't <laughs> i don't think that you're I think that you might believe anything. That, that's a very like. I mean, you run into fearful, a ball scary every location. Now and then. Exactly yeah. right. You hear those drums in the deep. Yeah, it's not um, good. But uh, I feel like if you're living in the middle of nowhere and you're buying mines and you're choosing to be a miner, but wouldn't you also then be mining the land? Why would you just let the government take it and exactly, like right? shoot the fucking gross right. shit in it? And also, okay, and regardless of all these conversations. If this guy is willing to fucking be a whistleblower, where the fuck are his pictures? Where are his videos? Where is his hard evidence? Yeah. You know, has he taken those two pills to get hard evidence, extra hard evidence? No, like, he's just a fucking dude. Literally, this guy, like, whatever his dumb name is, he's like, this guy is a local miner and mine property owner who's taking them into the... Uh, what is it yeah, called? So have you gotten hush money, you fucking idiot? Exactly. Into the Tempotine mine or whatever. Which makes it's me like, think you didn't. Which makes right. me think you're like Tempute. a crazy fucking weirdo who like, right. oh, well, they're making money. I know they're not actually pulling ore out of there. Right. They're selling their land to the government. And then the government is finding the ore right. and giving it back to them. So they shut the fuck up. Right. I can't make no money because I'm a fucking idiot. Right. And the government doesn't want to deal with me. So and I'm going to fucking tell and everyone. And he fucking says, and I know because I was offered that hush up money. And I'm like. So I'm assuming you refused it. If you refused it, what were the fucking consequences? Yeah. Why then? don't you take the ore? You, so you just let them cut your mine open? Mm-hmm. Like what in the fuck is going? I don't understand right. the what point. The, of what any were the of consequences this? of you not taking the hush money? Or or you then letting them sh- dig out your fucking mine? Right. Like exactly. isn't the whole point of you having the mines to get the fucking gold or right. whatever the fuck precious metals? You're, you're in either there? you're either accepting the hush money or you're getting forcefully cucked by the government because right. you didn't accept it. And also, like, so then it's I don't know unless the, and it, it just makes no sense. Again, all these conspiracy these these hardcore conspiracy theories, you can keep using the evidence against it to prove why it's still a conspiracy. There's some term for that, and I can't fucking remember what it is. But uh, this guy would be like, well, yeah, I mean, if I didn't step aside and let him do it, then I would just get shot in the night. There'd be a sniper right, right, on my right, wife yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah, it's like, tension. okay, I don't I don't know how to argue. So that. one Bobani says that much dirt would take a thousand years, and he yeah. backs it up by saying. Uh, Mrs. Bobandy's family is miners wow. from West Virginia, mm. and they're all fucking idiots. <laughs> or they're all nuts, they're or all... whatever. <laughs> I know, I was reading, they're all nuts. They're Same all shit. fucking idiots. Same shit. Um, but uh, yeah, so Richard Dolan says that there, he has found evidence there's a lot of vast um, tunnels and bases under there. But it was it was simply because back in the 30s, 40s, and 50s, right. it was to protect against an atomic strike, which makes total sense, yeah. right? I mean, fucking Disneyland has all kinds of tunnels you don't know about right. underneath. There's a jail under the Dumbo ride, exactly. and I'm not bullshitting right. you. And uh, so now they're talking about underground trains that connect all of these tunnels. Um, and Childress chimes in here for the first time this episode. He says, he goes, 
an underground train system is said to be centered in uh, Cheyenne Mountain and uh, just outside of Colorado Springs. I, I feel like he's mentioned Colorado Springs a lot the last few episodes. I feel like he wants to participate in a train. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, this is a mountain that's been hollowed out, and it's the the NORAD Central Command, and they show this tunnel where I mean it's it's cl- it's a they've shown it on the show before. There's like a, it's a military like blue tent tunnel into this fucking thing. It's a big mm-hmm. leather tube. Yeah. This thing, um, and they go from Cheyenne to Dulce to Albuquerque. He lists like seven other fucking Southwest states, um, which is said to have an underground alien base in in Dulce, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, then to Roswell, and then. To Area 51. All of these bases are connected by what is essentially a secret underground subway system. Um, that's cool, I guess. Like, I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised if that was the case. Like, that's a cool fact, but I don't really care that much because let's say those underground bases are doing all sorts of crazy secret shit. I'm like, okay, is the fact that they have a train connecting them that crazy? You know, like, the only thing that bums me out is that, hey, why don't why hey government why haven't you secretly fu- like funneled that uh, tr- train tunnel building technology to other states in the private right. sector so that we can fucking have better train you know public transportation in like the southwest or you know whatever but other than that I'm like well of course they're not going to drive cars everywhere like it yeah. probably takes a thousand times longer so much we did so car costs we even live we even live close to a naval base out here in Seal Beach which has been not even rumored that if they say it's proven because. My grandpa and other people's, you know, family that that either had government contracts there because my grandpa had a Northrop contract. Basically, there's a, supposedly a train, a subway system down there that, at least at wartime when the Cold War was going, there was a train that was carrying shit. That basically there was two trains because one of them never stopped moving. Right, right, right. They would alternate so that they couldn't detect like a heat signature or some shit. Yeah, yeah. And so hey, I'm like, Cameron thing. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, that's smart and makes a lot of sense. And if you drive down Great. the 405, you can see all the old bunkers that are hidden. Yes. In a way, so they can't be seen from the sky. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they all housed God knows what. I'm sure munitions. And yeah. All kinds it's a, of it, shit. it literally yeah. and and literally there's an office off the side of the main street that's like. This is the Seal Beach Naval Musician. Oh, musicians. Well, the Naval Museum. Uh, yeah. uh, the Naval Muni- Munitions Museum. Yes. Because they're next to a fucking giant base. Right. They're not even trying to cover you it up. You can go down to uh, San Pedro. Yes. <laughs> Leave for a cruise in so, the sea. So I'm like, I don't know why they're focusing so hard on the fact that there's trains down here. The real story is that there's bases where they might have alien shit down there. Yeah. The 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 transportation of material yeah, the between is not the interesting part. Is fine, you know? yeah, that's like, to be expected. Again, okay, Disneyland <laughs> has an underground full network. Right, I'm sure what the would, government. What has would be funniest thing. is if it wasn't trained, but it was just the push carts where right, two people right, had right. to like, hey, come on, Whoa, Jack, here. Yeah, <laughs> let's get this meta material yeah, down there to ooh, Tom DeLong. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he's a nice fella. Let's put on some blink while we do this pumping. I had some beers with Lou Alzando last small week. things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she cares something. Apple juice. <laughs> drink all my gas load. And now I'm really spewing it. <laughs> all the... Now those surprises let you know she cares. Yeah, all those dong <laughs> things. Um, uh, oh, yeah, Loudmouth Leahy talks about the importance of Dulce, New Mexico. Yeah, De Leche. They don't go into this one very much, but uh, he says, it's actually a separate entity. It's 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 part of the Apache Nation. You can't just go in there. Right. And Childress chimes in again to explain it. He says, now residents of Dulce have witnessed UFOs going 
in and out of the mountain at Delche. And the government's claiming they have no presence there, but the residents are reporting otherwise. Maybe one day the government will admit that something is going on there. So just saying, like, there's a billion reports on a daily or weekly basis. Anyone with binoculars can go out there and see weird lights in yeah. the sky and shit like that. Eddie Balls um, is out. He said he'll see us for our next Colonic oh, Monday. Later, Eddie Balls. Uh, Bobani says his favorite quote from Childish is, yes, there was something going on down there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, but, um, but, 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 yeah. I also wrote, kind of to be fair, I was like, it's not really their fault. But this really is just a speculation episode. It's yeah, like, yeah. okay, one conspiracy was uncovered. I am, I am, I actually don't disbelieve almost anything they're saying in this episode or yeah. what they're claiming, because t- their own point is, well, if the fucking government lied about Area Fifty One for sixty, seventy fucking years, mm-hmm. then it's total one thousand percent very likely they're lying about and covering up a fuck ton of other bases yeah. and whatever. So then the whole rest of the episode is going into those other bases now. Yeah. So um, we go to Wright Patterson Air Force Base or Wright Pat, as it's more colloquially called. Uh, love that Joker Linda makes the first of a few appearances, and she says, uh, kind of giving context to how important Wright-Patterson Air Force Base is, it is up there with, uh, as one of the most single most important military technology back engineering study biological entities of any place that we have. So um, this was really Area 51 before Area 51 existed. Mm-hmm. This was where all the Roswell shit was brought. The crash material was bought. Yeah. This is where a lot of it was originally reverse engineered. Those first few years before Area 51 was made in the late 50s or something, yeah. supposedly. Um, but uh, this was where um, Project Sign and Project Blue Book were born. And it's in Dayton, Ohio, which is interesting. Um, but, uh, uh, oh, <laughs> uh, Robert Clotworthy goes, you know, ancient astronaut theorists. Uh, have been, you know, they, they basically have like thought this place was the hub of all alien technology for a long time. Mm-hmm. And then they like lump Richard Dolan into ancient astronaut theorists. And I'm like, but he's not. That's kind of a bummer where like maybe he doesn't care that much because yeah. he just likes the exposure, obviously, but he's really not an ancient astronaut. And a lot of the guys on the show aren't ancient astronaut theorists. Right. They're just well, ufologists. Yeah. And this episode very isn't really an ancient astronaut episode anyway, only so. only the egyptian god yeah, Ptah they, is the only fucking yeah, ancient i feel like theory yeah, part they ram all that shit in at the end just right. to kind of rammy rams it in uh but uh they explain roswell again for like literally three and a half minutes of airtime i'm like guys we fucking know about if the you don't roswell know what crash. this is then you're fucking done i am i am so i say this later at some point but i am like i am really sick i know that we're a unique case that we watch every episode in order but i am so sick of this show Mostly, they should be curi- uh, uh, catering a little bit to first potential first-time watchers. They should they should be like an 80-20 split. They basically do a 20-80 split where it's like, hey, we got to fucking, if someone's tuning in for the first time, we got to re-explain everything. It's like, no, you fucking idiots. Like, get deeper into the evidence, and people will be so intrigued, they will watch the shit. You know? Yeah, it's just an issue with cable TV. Like, Netflix yeah. was revolutionary right right? because um when they first started doing shows they didn't have to explain themselves right even after commercial break shows will explain a little what was happening yeah so the fact that like that's now become a thing i think we've become spoiled to like oh this is you just know because you've you've binged it right right where these cable and and basic cable whatever right normal fucking shows just assume 
I can't trust that anyone's a lifer. And the lifers I do right. know probably don't give a shit about hearing it again. Yeah, yeah. And in case I do catch someone off that fucking ad, I yeah. need to be able to, like, suck True. them in. It's also, it's crazy, So though, it's more of a money grab, like, of course. bring that, suck them in. Which I, I get Which it. is, like, an old-style way of doing TV. And that's what I'm saying, is, like, this is 2018 at this point. Well, it's, now that they're <laughs> up to season three on Netflix, maybe we'll get some change. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's, like, it's, 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 uh, it's been... At this point in the existence of Ancient Aliens, fucking Breaking Bad had premiered in 2008 or whatever. Like, that was one of the first big shows to do and that. And it's not even hard like, recapping. They'll, like, even Breaking Bad probably has points of recapping right. without being like, so previously on Breaking Bad, it's more mm-hmm. like, hey, remember when you fucking did this? Right. And remember that, you know, it's yeah. like these, like, subtle ways. But, yeah. I guess yeah. I should stop hoping that the show Ancient Aliens is classy. No, <laughs> and, it's not for that. Again, know, it's yeah, for exactly. the... <laughs> the, like we always talk about, it's for the soundbite. It's right. for selling TV ads. Right. It's for getting you know, that. They're just all wearing person. fancy suits. I figured it's going to be formal. And, and again, it's like it's for the fucking businessman who's stuck in a hotel all night. Right. Exactly. They're going to binge it. Right. Forget about it when they well, go dude, home. When he kicks the fucking whore out of his hotel room, he's got to fucking do yeah. something. And we're know? in COVID, baby. And right. we see that poor whore walking. He's got to get her out so he can jerk off to the experience he just had. Exactly. Because he doesn't want to pay her again. No, you got to keep that going <laughs> mentally. Right. Mentally. The new smell, the new scent, the new feel of those yeah. new breasts. The scared. Of the new smell, right? Uh, is that a smell that's permanent? Is it an is STD? That, yeah. yeah. Is that lingering? <laughs> uh, is that rotting smell? Right. Uh, Childress confirms, as well as a bunch of other uh, talking heads confirm, that this was the Area 51 before Area 51 existed because it was the center for the study of foreign technology for the military, for the Air Force. Whoa. So alien tech clearly falls under very foreign technology. I mean, this is further than China. Exactly. Okay? exactly. Uh, <laughs> um, so they're wondering, is the Roswell crash shit still there? Childress chimes in and he says, even now, in the last few years, there have been important UFO sightings around Dayton. <laughs> when you're on a first date and you're dating, you might be stressed out. You look mm-hmm. up in the sky and you see some triangular lights saying, you know, I love Danielle. And you realize that only a few hours before in a drunken stupor, you had paid some helicopters to spell out I love Danielle because you're a huge creep and you come on too strong and it's a first date and you shouldn't do that for someone on your mm-hmm. first date because it'll it'll just push them away. Mm-hmm. I learned that the hard way with my first 17 wives. Thank God they said <laughs> Daniel and I could play it off that it wasn't me. <laughs> it, it was that? it was just I was just trying to start a conversation about my love of the Karate Kid and and Daniel Larusso. Yes. Um, even now in the last few years there have been important ufo sightings around dayton and witnesses in that area are looking out over wright batterson air force base and even in broad daylight seeing unusual crafts hovering right over the base uh medallion man william henry comes on he's been on a couple times but he's just doing some some reinforcement work for clotworthy uh and he says now, you have to understand that this this is, like, basically he's trying to make the point. There's a whole lot of shit he says before this. I wrote the last sentence. There's a, he's saying that this has to be known by the government because otherwise, he says, no jets are released when these UFOs appear. Maybe because it's our own reverse engineer craft. So he's saying that if these UFOs were appearing in the same spot over and over and they were a threat that were unknown to the government... You would see fucking dogfights happening and crazy yeah, yeah, yeah. shit. Yeah. The fact that they're just allowed to be over this base means they're very well known and likely our yeah. own tests of yeah. reverse engineered craft. Right, right. It's got uh, the American flag on that UFO. <laughs> exactly. Uh, other Wright Pat projects were, again, Project Sign, Project Blue Book. I mentioned that before. 
Um, these were they go over them both again. They were both categorized or both created to investigate and categorize UFO sightings. Um, kind of, again, they were the X Files, right? These yeah. were what the X Files were before they were called. The investigate X-Files. every adventures of Ghost Adventures. Exactly. Yes, <laughs> um, but uh, um, they restate, which they did in the first episode of season thirteen, the UFO conspiracy that. Uh, pro- between Project Blue Book and Project Sign, 12.6 thousand cases of UFO sightings and, and alien experiences were investigated. 701 of those, after all extensive investigation, were left as what was called unidentified root causes. So it's mm-hmm. like, it is crazy that... Sev- again, is that Sev 4? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> again, <laughs> very inside baseball yeah. for work. Um, this guy, uh, Ray Samansky... He's kind of, he, I feel like he's trying to be like a, a pseudo Bob Lazar on this episode. He worked at um, Wright Pat as a uh, uh, a fucking Crime I think I think, I think kind of like TD Barnes, like an electrical engineering specialist or something. And uh, he claims that his first week there, his commanding officer came in and he's like, "Hey, let me give you a tour there, Ray." And he's like, "He's like, have you heard about our aliens and their machine?" And he's like, "What?" And he's like, "Well, yeah, we have the aliens yeah. here and the machine that they flew in on." And I'm like, "Referred to it as a machine." This guy seems like he's full of shit. He's like smiling and laughing about this. I'm like, I don't know. I it's hard for me to imagine that even after decades of being uh, acclimated to knowing that living aliens exist on our planet, yeah, and their insane technology. I would not respect a person. That's why I kind of respect Bob Lazar without knowing him much. Is like, at least he seems kind of fucked up about it. Well, and he was kind yeah. of the first one. Yes. Again, and it's like, hey, go to <laughs> scared this point. To get, scared to get fucking sniped in his sleep, you yeah. know, for and saying like, this shit. He was kind of the one that discovered Area 51 and said, hey, mm-hmm. go to the, and Hume Lake and all these right. things. Like, go here, you'll see. And they're yes. like, oh shit, you're right. Right. You know? That's kind of the yeah. The if you take stuff. if you take radar pictures, you'll fucking see I'm right. In or just night, night shots, exactly. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, like this guy, I can't imagine he's this well uh, adjusted. And, yeah. You know, like to to just be like, well, yeah, yeah I'm telling this story. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, I don't know. Like that. This is the, the, when you see narcissism. It's like it's pretty clear when you're just like, no, your average empathetic human being. This is a this is a, a foundation-shaking event in your life. You do not come out of that going, well, it was just my job. Like, yeah. even T.D. Barnes, like, it's just my job. I'm like, what are you fucking talking? It, like, right. it made me angry. I'm, I'm just like, there's no fucking way that even after decades, you're you're willing to just go on a shitty show like Ancient Aliens and be like, yeah, man, I'm, we're, laugh, we're having a beer over yeah, it and whatever. Yeah. Like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. So anyway, um, they talk about the Air Force pilot that supposedly met the aliens in the Roswell crash, uh, Magruder, uh, not um, Magruber. Magruber. <laughs> yeah. uh, but apparently he saw the alien, interacted with uh, the alien itself, said that it was pretty vaguely humanoid, except that its head was a little bigger, it was a little taller, and its arms were longer. And Bill Burns is like, and Magruder said that it moved in a wavy-like fashion. To it. And I'm like, okay, that's, I don't, I mean, that's kind of weird. I don't know. Yeah. But if it's bipedal, why would it move in a weird, wavy fashion? Just because he's don't... trying to play up that. It's Linky and, exactly. and Oblong and all the dumb <laughs> right. alien tropes. It is some things, fucking yeah. 50s dickhead who was just like, well, I saw this thing. And his eyes were strange, mm. like a large cat. Like an old pal of saucer. Like a saucer of mm. milk, mm. yeah. Uh, but blackest <laughs> milk from the demon woman. <laughs> uh but uh, the alien talked to him telepathically, and apparently 
because of yeah. this. They were so factual in all this. Like, yes. oh, yeah, this happened. Right. The fucking alien talked <laughs> right. to him telepathically, right. which then led to... It led to the, the CIA and the government doing all of their telekinesis and telepathic experiments. Yeah. That, and it's like... During this whole time, I'm like, like you're what? speaking so factual yes. that, again, unless you're dickheads like all of us... Right. You're, you're going, oh, my God, this happened? Oh, right. my God, I'm an what? idiot for not knowing this. It's yeah. like, no, this is not factual. Right. The they, way they're, <laughs> they're conveying it is like, this happened and oh, yeah, this sure. and that and that and <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. It's like, no, no, no. They yeah. are highly speculative yes. at this point. Ancient, Ancient Aliens is a show. Their bread and butter is the, the dilation and shrinking of facts. Yeah. They can take one minor fact and turn into a 42-minute without commercials episode of a whole bunch of other fucking shit, right? Yeah, all the splinters and spinoffs. And <laughs> right. Whatever. All the ninjas, all the Leonardo Masters da Vinci, whatever. Yeah. Uh, you know, Leonardo da Vinci, Michelangelo. Yeah. Michelangelo da Vinci, yeah. uh, whatever Raphael da Vinci. Whatever their last names were. Uh, <laughs> or they can take an what insane this, amount of facts and turn them into a fucking, a, just a gloss over five second moment where I'm like, are yeah. you kidding me? Come on, guys. Like, uh, we go to uh, Long Island, Strong Island, bro, uh, to Montauk. This is uh, uh, where the Montauk monster story came from. Uh, uh, the Montauk lab and the uh, Brookhaven lab are linked, where Brookhaven was like a little closer to the mainland. Montauk was off like the coast. And um, supposedly this Montauk monster, which they didn't mention yeah. once, this whole segment about the Montauk monster. But uh, this is really where uh, Brookhaven and Montauk is where Kind of, I feel like the most modern American mad scientist experiments biologically, like Frankenstein experiments, seem to happen. Um, and and again, they're obsessed with that. There was transportation between one place Trans- and another. They're like, yeah. oh, there was a train under Brookhaven to go to Montauk. I'm like, great. So there was a three mile train to go to. I'm like, oh, like a whole well, subway system or exactly, something. Exactly yeah. right. I'm like, okay. Well, Bandy at one point, I'm sorry, I don't know what this is back to, but he said the guards would stick their dick in the alien mouth pussy at mm. night when no one was around. The cloaca. There yes. you go. Because um, you know the alien couldn't scream, only in its head. Yeah, telepathic. And it just said, "Please more." Yes. Yum lunch. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Nick Pope says We're uh, in a 26 hour day so yeah. much <laughs> uh, regarding Montauk he says some of the stories having to do with Mon- the Montauk project actually tie into a story that we absolutely know to be real because we have declassified documents on it and that's the existence of MK Ultra so they go into they go into MK Ultra which is the Majestic 12 this again this season alone there has been uh, probably three episodes out of six that have talked about the Majestic 12. Super cool. Fine. Glad you guys showed the documents. I love the evidence. But it's it's kind of like a embarrassment of riches thing where it's like, now that we have one great piece of evidence, let's fucking use the yeah. shit out. It's like, we get it. Go ham. Okay? Yeah. Um, and because literally the entire first episode of season 13, that two-hour episode, was mostly about the Majestic 12 and the documents related to it. So uh, we do get a bar barrage here, and he says... Now, this program was different. So this entire program was designed to perform experiments on how to manipulate human thought. So this episode kind of got interesting here. Uh, Love that Joker Linda comments as well about the Montauk Project. Um, uh, She asked the question, were the technologies that they had given to us by, or uh, were given to us by non-humans as a trade to provide humans to experiment with? Because the big thing about Montauk is that it supposedly was a lot of human experimentation. So... Mm -hmm. Uh, they talk about the Montauk chair, which they didn't make it clear if the if the human subjects were already 
displaying psychic powers or if they were normal humans, they would put into this chair and they were able to then have them, like, again, this episode glosses over these facts. There's some fucking dude that looks like a typical Long Island bro-y dude that wrote a book about the, again, already suspect. All the things. You're already there to prove a point. Uh, You're not a doctor. You're not somebody that was an eyewitness. Your father didn't work at the Montauk Project. You have have nothing except a book you wanted to sell. Right. Which, again, I'm not trying to be cynical and say everyone that writes a book's a fucking asshole. Like, he might be totally right. I don't know. But he's just some guy that they don't do a good job selling his accolades to go, okay, I will believe this guy, or I'll give this guy a chance. He's just a fucking dude. And so he says, he says, you know, they'd put people in this chair and they'd say, hey, manifest a, a, a... a glass ball or, you know, things that are simple, right? Yeah, yeah. And they would think about it and then it would manifest. I'm like, what? Like, so then what were the test results of the manifested object? Were they exact, totally normal objects? Were they made of electromagnetism? I don't know. Like, it's just glossing over these insane facts. And again, the glossing over is either done because of narcissism because, well, of course, they're going to believe this because they're on board with me in the show or it's because it's not really true and they don't, it's not confirmed to be true, and they yeah. don't want to. It's uh, not malicious. Allow you They're just like, come on, this makes sense. They want. They don't want to allow too much time for you to poke holes in it, right? So, um, now this chair is the only connection to ancient astronaut theory in this episode, and it because the Montauk chair that can allow the person that sits in it to create form from re, from thought, re, a real right. reality based form from thought, uh, is just like. The throne of Ptah. Ptah is the ancient Egyptian god. So Rami rams it in here and explains who Ptah was. And he says, now Ptah was one of the most intriguing gods of ancient Egypt. He was the god before all the other gods. He created the earth. He created humanity. And unlike the other gods, Ptah would create the world with his thought. He would think it, feel it, and hence it was created. So, uh... It's interesting because they don't talk about Ptah very much on this show, and it's also in, it's also interesting that it it kind of adds to ancient astronaut theory where it's like, oh, maybe maybe Ptah wasn't an alien, but was an insanely advanced being that found the technology to create reality out of thought, right? And then and then maybe this dude created the universe that the ancient Egyptian gods were aliens from came to earth did all this shit whatever right it it creates this existential question that it's like okay if what the show here is claiming is true and that like even medallion man's like well maybe they reverse engineered this feathered throne uh that that uh Ptah is depicted as sitting on which obviously was a spaceship so it's like they're saying that like hey these aliens this alien came that had an advanced spaceship that when he sat in it he could create reality he could create things out of it right yeah that could make the argument that our entire existence uh, and, and the concept of God is just another living humanoid thing that somehow created the power to do this with a piece of technology or was a fucking normie that inherited ancient technology and the universe we're fucking living in is like a Dr. Manhattan-style created universe where it's like, oh, this dude just learned how to create a fucking world or a universe out of his own thoughts, right? Mm-hmm. So, like... That's all. That's always like, oh, maybe we're just the dream of some god or whatever, you know. Yeah. You know, yeah. So, um, god above, so below. Also, that was another piece of of uh, science news that I fucking missed. Is that there's a cut? There's this two scientists. I can't remember their fucking names, but look it up. Recently, 
they were saying that they can start to mathematically prove that the universe itself is made of consciousness. Mm. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's like this, that I, I, I do like that the world of science is blending with the world of what used to be called the metaphysical or the kind of woo-woo, whatever. I also hate calling it Eastern philosophy because it wasn't just Asian people <laughs> that, that created mystical senses of things. It's just that Western people gave it up longer ago than well, than they jumped Eastern to people yeah, did, Christianity right? basically, exactly right. So the modern that. Western thought replaced it, but then they try to act like we never had those. Mis- you, know, you have to go back yeah. to the Greeks and Romans and whatever, even though all that kind of shit was vibing in the Renaissance and whatever too. But um, but anyway, it's that blending of like uh, of science not being limited to what was once thought to be. Only hardcore science, right? Which is why we're talking about psychedelics and yeah, all this yeah. kind of shit. Grove too. Snake joining us on a, oh, after a nine-hour shift of an only three hours of sleep. Jesus Christ! Uh, <laughs> oh, thank you for shit. listening to yeah. the show. While well, joining now, yeah. Um, but uh, anyway, Patah was always ex- uh, depicted on this ascension throne, um, and uh, oh, then I just made the point I just made. Now I was also saying, like, what if this 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 chair was like Akira, which we talked about two episodes in a row now, yeah. uh, where it's like, oh, what if what if you had so much, so many new layers of consciousness added into your mind that your body couldn't even, you know, it's not even a physical thing. It has to break free of this physical thing, which is displayed in horrific disgustingness yeah. in Akira, you know. But uh, leave it to the Japanese to make what could be a beautiful message into something horrific and disgusting. Uh, lovely, gross. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, the second to last segment here, they go over the reveal of ATIP again, the Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program in 2017. Um, Excuse me. They did this in two or three other episodes this season. I made the point I made earlier where they're kind of redoing this. Uh, this this whole this episode and this season is kind of a redo of season one and two, where it's yeah. like now that we have more facts to back up what we're claiming, let's just do a nicer, more streamlined version of season one and two. So, uh, loudmouth Leahy, Bill Burns says. Over the years, the government realized that if you can take projects that were developing and move them from inside the Pentagon itself and move them into industry, guess what you get to avoid? Freedom of information. So um, this is what we kind of were talking about at the beginning of the episode. Uh, Travis Taylor confirms this, says that, of course, that's how he would do it if he wanted to avoid having to reveal his secrets to the public. Uh, Nick Pope confirms this and mentions that the whole Bigelow Aerospace contract which has to do with Skinwalker Ranch and all sorts of shit, and also the to the Stars Academy, they're like partnering with Bigelow and getting yeah. all their shit too. You know, um, it's an interesting trade-off because it's not a perfect loophole because the government is giving again. If the government's going to make a contract with a private company, they're getting past the Freedom of Information Act. But if that private company who do, who yes, of course, writes an NDA. Uh, what's actually going to happen to that company if they don't, if they decide to fucking spill the beans, right? Yeah. They're not going to go kill Elon Musk or whatever. They might. I mean, I don't know, whatever. But Elon Musk. I love might... Grimes and uh, my daughter. And <laughs> my son, Kyle, or whatever his Kyle, name is. Kyle, but he has a new baby with Grimes coming. Yes, exactly. Uh, oh. North something. Mm. So. Well, Bandy's checking out. He says, oh. in between the dick jokes, very intelligent conversation tonight don't let this happen again please <laughs> thank you Maddie. thank you uh enjoy your ride through a disc golf course only yeah, hopefully and not a cycling uh trail please allow the disc golfers right of way at all times your cycling is not as important as the disc golf play thank you bye. Yeah, unless you'll be treated like the piece of shit who picks up yes. golf balls out on the driving range <laughs> 
who is mentally challenged. Yeah. Yes, uh, <laughs> but um, uh, but 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 Travis Taylor now confirms, which I never heard before. He says, "Now I work with some of these artifacts," and I'm like, "What? Like some of these metamaterial artifacts?" I'm like, "A, he's calling them artifacts, not pieces of metamaterial or something." I would again, what does Travis Taylor know that he's not letting on? You know? Yeah. How does he live his fucking life without letting the shit? Out, I could, yeah. I, I couldn't do it. I know it's a selfish viewpoint, but it's like, I don't understand how you could do it without being some sort of sociopath. And that's but, how you did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as when you now you when you put some of these artifacts under strong magnetic fields, they would display properties of strong propulsion. They'd move either towards the field or away from it. Now they aren't special in what they're made of, but they're special in how they're layered together. So um, he was saying it took a lot of work to figure out how they were mel- the proportions they were melded together with. Basically, in ways that they we've never thought of yet here on Earth, and now they're seeing like, oh, if you just put fucking boron and tungsten and this together, and then you run electrical current through it at this fucking specific frequency, it fucking jumps away at a thousand miles an hour or something, yeah. which is like, well, that could be a propulsion source, right? Um, uh, Richard Dolan confirms they can also apparently bend light and shit like that, which can avoid radar, blah blah blah, which is right in line with the the Tic Tac sighting. By you know Commander Fervor or whatever his name is, and uh, uh, avoiding all the radar and being invisible, cloaking shit like that. Um, oh, the last little mini segment here is talking about how uh, Elon Musk's own SpaceX was contracted in 2015 by the U.S. Air Force to now be eligible to build uh, non-public right. uh, fucking. Things right, yeah, yeah. Or the they Air can build Force, rockets right? and do whatever, the and fuck satellites they want. specifically, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? So, well, I mean, they can get shit into space, exactly, yeah. right? So, um, so now they're saying, Oh, is SpaceX the next in line after Bigelow Aerospace that the government has tacked on to specifically avoid the Freedom of Information Act to basically run, pr- run by proxy a secret space program, yeah, yeah. So, uh, which is crazy because that really is hiding in plain sight with the yeah, private company, yeah. you know. Uh, Barra has his last barrage here, and he says, uh, now their entire operation now kind of flows under the, the dark umbrella of natural, national security. Um, Travis Taylor thinks this is all leading to these private companies. You know, it's not just the goals of, like, let's do this satellite. He thinks they're all working together to colonize Mars specifically. So uh, now I don't know if that's true. I don't think it's not true. He seems to have a wet dream because he thinks that the most uh, efficient way to – uh, assure the survival of the human race is not just be on Earth, which I think makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, maybe he has a blind spot for that. I don't know. I'm not really criticizing him. But, God's blind spot. Um, anal. But I think there's a lot of other things they might be doing. Now, to his point, though, colonizing Mars could mean a lot of things. It doesn't just mean, let's get ships that go there. It's like, yeah. how do we terraform the atmosphere? How do we terraform the water and the dirt? How do we make... Uh, we'll just terraform. Yeah. How do we make... Houses sustainable. How do we make sustainable houses with food no. and actually have some sort of life that within sixty years people could live kind of a normal life yeah. there, and then in two hundred years it's like Earth. I don't know, whatever. So, um, but, 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 I said this episode is weird because it's polished and it's informative, but it's also secretly very lazy. You know, it's like they did a lot of work to say a lot of the same stuff they've said before. But I do like how they organize the information this episode. I felt like yeah. okay, like they had they had the right people on the episode. They it didn't have a too lot of boring or right. I mean, it kind of dragged on just because yeah. of the length of the episode. Yeah, yeah. But 
it kind of went from bit to bit to bit. You know, they at least didn't have like George Norrie and like yeah. other other dumbsmen on there that were completely yeah. irrelevant when they yeah. had better experts on. Yeah. So I did appreciate that. Um, and this is where Pope says it's even possible that someone could be working on extraterrestrial technology and not even know it. Um, and so uh, then they end the episode saying. Will Mars be the next Area 51? I'm like, okay, I guess. I don't know. Sure, okay, whatever. <laughs> I feel like that that could be a very that would be more of a very, a very public thing because, which of course you can hide achievements and study and whatever in there too. But I feel like whatever companies or set of companies does that is going to want to go. Hey, everyone, look at Mars is viable now. Like that's a that's an achievement, the greatest achievement in fucking human yeah, history. It's, it's right? only yeah when it comes down to that, it's like money or government like exactly, does the government yeah. benefit or do they need investors and money right. and people to glom on so right, until right. they get there they're probably not going to say anything because right. they're like they're probably many advancements ahead of what we even know right and it's like well let's not talk about it until let's not get everyone's hopes up yeah exactly right. Yeah. Until Matt Damon's Until we need there. to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Eat his own piss and shit. Right. I never saw that movie. Is that it's worth, wa- is that worth watching? Yeah, it was good. Yeah? Good enough. Okay. Good enough for a poke. I wouldn't kick it out of bed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the next episode, as I said before, is, is a, a double-length, double-length episode called Earth Station Egypt. Egypt. Okay. Uh, but, uh, yeah, yeah, other than that, thank you for sticking around with us. Thank you for subscribing and liking Probing Ancient Aliens on your various podcast feeds. Tell your friends about the show. Uh, tell your friends and yourself about patreon.com slash Probing Ancient Aliens, where for five bucks a month or more you get two exclusive podcasts every single month. Check out the free feed for our, you know, once every two months or so, Patreon Peak episodes, which are a little peek into our Patreon content. And see if you like it enough to give us that $5 bump where, you know, this year we would have been to multiple events with the money that you guys gave us. But we're saving that for next year. Hopefully, we're at Contact in the Desert, Alien Con, Galien Con. Yeah. That's just a private weekend away, but we're going to film the whole thing for the ultimate uh, tier. Exactly. Um, but uh, anyway, uh, follow us on social media at Probing Aliens on Twitter, at Probing Ancient Aliens on Instagram and Facebook, and uh, make sure and follow Puttfuckers for all your grossest disc golf content on Instagram and TikTok. But it's Puttfuckers without a U. Well, sorry, Puttfuckers without the U in fuck. In fucker. Yeah, in fuckers. <laughs> for uh, Puttfuckers uh, on TikTok. Because it said there's a swear language word. Which oh, we'll Gross Snake resumed with that. Prime, thank oh, you. Thank you. Uh, and for nine uh, months. Holy shit. And they paid out of pocket. Wow. Thank you. Thank you, Gross Snake. Appreciate it. Or no, or maybe the past nine months they've subbed. I don't know what that mm. means. But anyway, thank you for subbing for nine months. Whatever yes. shit that is. Uh, subbing for us. And then listen to Beer Lair Direct that, our craft beer podcast on the same podcast services that Probing Ancient Aliens is with a prime. Other than that... Keep your prolapses wet so they don't dry up and turn into jerky. Don't want no leather tubes because if you're a prolapsed leathers, you will become a vessel for the great beyond to teleport through. You never want little neighborhood puppies and kitties to follow your prolapse around and try to chew on it because it hurts. And then there's got dirts, and then you got the squirts. Yeah, and there's infections. And they're just going to always be there. There's, you're going to get fleas. It's yeah. not good. Keep it moist, ladies. I'm there right now. I'm sorry. I made that mistake. Love you. Bye. Bye.